Episode 83 of Open Your Toys Cast. I am Slick McFavorite. And I am Mrs. McFavorite. And this is the podcast dedicated to the four greatest action figure franchises of the 80s at all time. Time, time, time. <laughs> and those are Mrs. McFavorite. Star Wars, Masters of the Universe. G.I. Joe and Transformers. If you can't tell, I especially am am very excited. Oh, he's beside himself. This is probably our longest sabbatical ever. It's almost two months since our last show. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Parenthood's bitch. Let me just, it's, I'm sorry. It's an amazing experience, except for when you're trying to get shit done. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, if you haven't noticed, uh, we, we are not raising. What's the female of a bastard? Is there a female bastard? I, I don't or know where you you're going call... with this, but it's just the bastard <laughs> would, as far as I know. It would still be oh. called the bastard? Yeah. What happened? Your phone fell oh, to the ground. That's fine. <laughs> uh, so yes, we're not raising a bastard. Our, our child is born in wedlock. We are married and we like to talk about toys. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I just like that term because so, it sounds so horrific. And I think even in this day and age, it... It like carries just this looking down your nose at people like, oh, how dare you have a child out of wedlock? And it's like, that's perfectly fine. You know, if that's you could, the norm. Yeah. You know, if you could take care of a kid, have at it. Someone's willing to to donate what other part you need, you know, for that half or, you know, accidentally donate that other half, you know, <laughs> Unintentionally. good on you, man. I mean, however it needs to happen. Some of our, some of the best parents I've ever seen are single parents, including my mama. So yeah, but awkward to the, moment to, to the point we're married <laughs> <laughs> so you will you will hear Mrs. McFavor giving me shit on a on a free uh, on a very free basis, and you're gonna hear a rattling in the background, rattling and some very odd music in the background, along with our usual odd music in the background. <laughs> but that would be the baby McFavorite, yay! Jumping in or jumperoo. Five months and five days. Holy crap. I know. It's crazy. She jumps at her feet, can actually reach the ground. We still have a little blanket under this because <laughs> the pediatrician said she shouldn't be on her toes at all. But anyways, yeah, we're very excited. But we're excited to be recording a show. We're recording a show, Mrs. McFavorite. Merry New Year. <laughs> if you want to kick it with us, there is a ton of ways to kick it with us. So many, in fact, that we have a list that we have to read off. Bulleted. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I would be scared to have a numbered list because it'd be like, oh, my God, there's so there's many ways to numbers. kick it with us. They can count really hot. <laughs> 
So, uh, well, why don't you start with the first one? Maybe that'll switch up the Facebook thing that we have at the end. Shut up. <laughs> I like fucking up the Facebook thing. Uh, you can leave a message on our blog at openyourtoys.com. You can subscribe to our RSS feed. Uh, that's a, a way to be updated whenever we post a show. Lots of different ways to do that through Google, through your email, through Yahoo. And, and when you don't see something coming through that often, it the, the feed's not broken. It's just because <laughs> it just doesn't get updated that often. <laughs> Or you could, and or, you could subscribe through iTunes by yeah. searching Open Your Toys Cast. Yeah, you or you could just click that link right there. You could go to the show notes and, and click that link. Click that happy little link right there. And I don't know this if that, it's, it's been so long since I've used an iPod to subscribe to podcasts. I don't know if that actually would take you to our page so you could leave us a review. I mean, we've never even, I think we've asked for iTunes reviews like once, and I haven't checked in forever. We probably It's been a little while since reviews. I had, um, I have, the last time I saw we had like 11 or 12. Yeah. We got a four and, and a half star rating now. Yeah, because somebody knocked us down yeah. for, you know, that that's, that's your so, right. We're not going to be the people out there saying, oh, give us five star reviews. If there's something you don't like, put it on there. Well, no, if you're not going to give us a five star review, don't say nothing at all. You can have something <laughs> nice to say, just don't say it. <laughs> just kidding. Uh, Sorry, I'm getting over a cold here. I'm getting over the <laughs> flu epidemic, except for luckily mine was like a 48 hour flu epidemic. It was a 48-hour I'm-gonna-cry-in-my-beer epidemic. Oh, my God. It was horrible. I miss you. And how did I deal with it? I just want to get drunk, pass out. <laughs> <laughs> Take care of the baby. All right. Uh, you can listen to us on Stitcher Smart Radio. Smart radio for your Stitches. phone or something. I don't know. <laughs> There's something we're supposed to say to be on there. But anyways... It's a cool little app you can download to any phone, or you can listen to it on the web. Or, <clears throat> yep, sorry. Or you can <laughs> <laughs> drop slick a line at openyourtoys.com. Mrs. McFavorite can be reached at Mrs. McFavorite at <laughs> openyourtoys.com. You can follow Slick on Twitter at Slick McFavorite. And Mrs. McFavorite is at Mrs. McFavorite. Fancy that. <laughs> you oh, could... you did end up with the Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> and the one that I really don't know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did the RSS. That's the one no, you really I don't. No, I don't know your Slick Mc... Is it this one? Oh, was, you can be friends with Slick on Facebook. Shut up. <laughs> Um, at facebook.com slash open your to open your toys yes okay you just have to remember that I couldn't get slick McFavorite because yeah, we know, were camping but always fucks with me <laughs> or you could like the cast at facebook.com slash open your toys cast there you go and mrs mcfavorite has her own personal facebook and you can friend her just tell her that you're a friend of the show it's facebook.com slash jessica spiller with one s or you 
damn it. <laughs> what? Bouncing is throwing me off. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Distracting. Um, or you could drop us a line the way how we love the most is by hearing your beautiful, beautiful voice by leaving us a voicemail at 720-235-TOYS. That's 720-235-8697. And you can always send us MP3s too, like our favorite question asker. <laughs> engineer master. nerd we have a we have a question from engineer nerd this time around we have Yay. actually lots of feedback this time that's what happens when you take a two month hiatus, <laughs> i guess <laughs> all right what are we drinking this is mick favorite <laughs> you would think we are drinking alcohol but yet we're not because <laughs> why we are in the month of january and it is the annual no sugar diet, no drinking diet, being good and taking care of ourselves because we took really, really, really horrible care of ourselves throughout the month of December. Yeah, it's just so stressful, parties, lots of stuff to do. Lots of eating. Yeah, so we we take chocolate. this time to, to kind of not fast, but cleanse our body. I mean, if you don't want any, uh, if you don't want uh, sugar in anything, basically you can't eat anything that's in a package. If if it comes in a package, or you know, a package with you know, I guess I guess meat actually comes in a package, but. If it comes in like a designed package, <laughs> it's going to have sugar in it. It's called label reading. Yeah. Lots and lots of label reading. So we basically, it's all fresh meat, fresh vegetables. Fresh fruits. Yeah, we do naturally occurring sugar, so we can't have bread, although we minimize that. We can have pastas, but again, we minimize our pastas, minimize our carbs, that that whole fruity, fruit loop, hippie thing, you know? All right. Well, since the introduction has now taken 10 minutes. All right. What am I drinking? I am drinking. I didn't even get to say what I was drinking, jerk face. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't realize you had to go first. I always go first. Oh, I didn't realize that. Jeez. Wow, 83 shows, and I had no idea that you always went first. <laughs> <laughs> because it's always what are we drinking mrs mcfavorite oh okay wow see he doesn't know things when he's sober <laughs> <laughs> i am drinking hazelnut coffee from kroger well for keurig <laughs> yeah what's funny is it's called uh it's not even called it's called hazelnut drink like hazelnut cream drink yeah. It doesn't even say coffee. I mean, it obviously has coffee in it. Yeah. <clears throat> but I thought that was kind of interesting that it didn't say it was coffee on the actual like name of it. It's Kroger. Yeah. It's good. And I am drinking cherry white grape fruit juice, 100% juice. This is actually not on our diet, but we make an exception for fruit juice because it's 100%. If, if all we had to drink was water and milk and I don't drink coffee, so I have I have tea when I need caffeine. If all we had to drink were those three things, we would kill ourselves. So we're allowed to have a very modest amount of fruit juice each day. And that's what I'm drinking. So this will probably be the most alert um, 
hopefully one of the shorter ones for the length of news at least we have. We have a yeah. ton of news, tons of stuff to catch up on. So let's get to it right now. I mean it. Up and con news. <laughs> PowerCon, September 14th and 15th in Torrance, California. So unfortunately, they had talked about uh, moving it out to the East Coast, which uh, they wanted to do New York, which I think New York's a bad idea. New York is a horrible place to have a convention just because um, while there are tons of hotel rooms and it's easy to get around New York. It's just so freaking expensive. I mean, Hamptons in New York are 250 bucks a night. Little flea bag hotels are $100 a night, yeah. you know? So, but back in the same place for PowerCon. So, if you're in that area, make sure to check it out. And for you, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle fans, they have now added your fandom to their convention. So now it's not only PowerCon, and then what was the other one? I don't want to say ThunderCon is what they called it for the Thundercats. Is it TurtleCon? I don't know. I I should have looked that up. Let's see. Oh, here we go. I have a link. Let's see if they do call it something else. PowerCon. With the inclusion of... Yeah, see, and they haven't. I even I haven't even seen uh, mentions of it being called ThunderCon anymore. So, oh yeah, they that doesn't. It they might. The they might just be eliminating that and just calling it PowerCon, and it's going to include those three franchises. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> uh, BotCon and JoeCon have been announced as well. BotCon, God, worst thing ever. These people, they just don't think anybody else goes to any other. Cons. Uh, they'll be in San Diego June 27th through the 30th. So Is that about the same time as Comic-Con? It's like two weeks before it. So there'd be no way I would go to the... It, thankfully, it's not a theme that I'm interested in, so this will be the first BotCon I miss in five years. But uh, um, yeah, I wouldn't go to that. I have to fly out there. I still need to tell Mark that it's happening because he'll probably want to go on just a general admission day where you pay 10 bucks to get in. Oh, you know? yeah. Um, so it's in San Diego. It is uh, Machine Wars. And we do have a uh, link to a Q&A Pete Sinclair did with uh, Sabertron, I believe. Um um, about it and if you don't know what Machine Wars was because I had heard about it but I didn't really know what it was um, it was a KB Toys only yeah I'm talking to you <laughs> oh, <Jesus>. <laughs> <laughs> oh we're going to need to put her down sooner rather than later mm. um, it was a, a KB Toys exclusive line of Transformers where they kind of they they reused some G2 molds. They had some brand new molds. And it was this very small like self-contained line like I think there's like 14 figures in the entire line. And it had its own fiction but not really any significant fiction, so mm -hmm. they're going to kind of be able to work you know, they'll be able to tell whatever kind of story they want with it. So cool. inter 
interesting theme. Very, very uh, collector centric. Again, I have no tie to it. Uh, Andy, last year when we went to BotCon, uh-huh. he bought a Machine Wars uh, Soundwave and a Machine Wars Starscream. And so he kind of let me know a little bit about it, did a little bit more research. But it, God. The only thing I want is a Machine Wars Optimus Prime, and that's just because I have an Optimus Prime collection. I don't even want the Soundwave because it's not in Soundwave colors. I don't want the Starscream because it's not in Starscream colors, you know, so not much interest there for me, at least. Um, G.I. Joe Con. Now, this does have a theme I am interested in. This is going to be April 4th through the 7th in Indianapolis, Indiana. A uh, very good chance that it might be very cold there still. Maybe a little snow on the ground. I don't know if they have a late season snow like we do here. Because April here, you could have it's a, a foot of snow yeah. on the ground. But, so there... <laughs> Why? <laughs> Let's talk about the weather. Um, so, uh, their theme is going to be Nocturne. Eternal fire, so it's it's specifically it's been referencing night, so that's obviously going to be a night watch theme, which I, is is not my favorite sub theme for GI Joe, but it's up there. Um, again, probably not enough for me to try to track down vehicles or exclusives or even try to buy a box set or anything. So that that's makes good. Mrs. McFavorite happy. Yeah, we'll get to why I probably couldn't do it even if I wanted to here in a little bit. Uh, Celebration Europe 2 has been confirmed. There is ticket information and the first guest. Can you also do the hyphen here and the space here? Yep. Sorry. Show notes, everybody. This is 83. Yep. Yep. So uh, you can check that out. Of course, the first guest is none other than Dave Filoni, supervising director of the Clone Wars animated cartoon. Uh, DairyCon 2013 has opened their registration. So if you're anywhere there in that Wisconsin area and want to attend one of the cooler kind of underground Transformers cons, definitely take a look at the show notes. And they have revealed a prototype for this year's exclusives and they always have the most interesting exclusives i have ever seen these are the this is the one that had the toilet bowl transformer i don't know if that was last year or the year before um but they love using the huffer mold really did that not open hello oh come on really just open the picture up bigger. Well, hit back. There oh, we go. There it is. <laughs> so, uh, they, like I say, they love using the Huffer mold. So we get two this year. Um, that are cows. Yeah. So it's a little semi uh, tractor trailer, uh-huh. like a little tiny one. And so it has bull horns on the front of the tractor trailer. <laughs> I'm not sure. So this is the Decepticon because I think they have regular Decepticons and then they have, they have their actual, like their cow logo that are their Autobots or uh, again, I don't really follow the, the fiction that much, but 
kind of cool. I mean, I I'm not I kind of dig the Huffer mold. And I like the colors on both of them. So the Huffer mold is like the It's a G1 transformer. Oh, okay. So so they find these and they they've used this one quite a bit. I mean, it's Huffer or the, he there's also a repaint of them called Stacks, I believe. Oh, it's a character called Huffer. Yeah. Not is, like a type of mold. No, not the type of well, the character from the G1 that used this mold was Huffer. There you go. So it's yeah. a Huffer mold. Gotcha. Like it, like if it was Optimus Prime, it'd be an Optimus Prime mold, but it's not actually Optimus Prime. What's up? Nothing. Okay, cool. Well, let's move on then. That's it for con news. There we go. <laughs> That's that. <laughs> <laughs> That's that. Wait, scroll back up for me real quick. Okay, thank you. Hey, we were completely remiss in talking about Denver Comic Con. Our local show, uh, their inaugural year was absolutely amazing. It blew everybody out of the water, and they are returning this year. They've announced their first big guest, George Takei. And if you weren't there last year, we'll also be seeing Stan Lee. Tickets are on sale now. Uh, VIP passes sold out in a flash, but you can still get your three-day pass is at denvercomiccon.com this weekend there's a huge volunteer event so you know i know the bronco game's coming up you don't want to miss that but come on dvrs time shifting that's what the future is all about right denver comic-con volunteer event check it out this weekend denvercomiccon.com we had an amazing time last year recording live from the show floor so we hope we'll get to see all of you there this year again that's denver comic-con taking place at may 31st through june 2nd here in the mile high city if you need any information take a look at the show notes we've got links to everything there And we'll hopefully see you in little less than five months. All right. Toy News. Maddie's Collector finally launched their My Subscription Portal. Oh, my God. Something they've been promising us for a year and a half. I actually went to do it because I actually had to change my credit card information. And it worked. Holy shit. I was amazed. So now you can change your credit card information and your mailing address without having to call somebody, um, which is seems like an extremely basic thing. But uh, we can now do that via the Internet. Uh, it's, it's like it's like 1999 all over again. It's amazing. <laughs> the interweb. <laughs> um, this is also where you will get early access to any non-subscription items. So this uh, um, this will be important as things like uh, well, the last weapon pack hasn't even sold out, so those obviously aren't in very much demand. But if there was a second run figure that you were interested, not a second run figure, a customer service stock. So so they said they're not doing second runs of any figures anymore. Uh-huh. So when there's figures outside of the subscription that are available. Um, you know, like ones from last year, or the year before, or whatever, you have early access to all of those before the sale day. 
So if they sell out during early access, then they're not available on the sale day and the general public that don't have subscriptions can't get to it. So this will be really important, like Castle Grayskull Man. Uh-huh. Everyone kind of slept on him, and then and then everyone kind of found out how amazing he was and kind of went around the internet like, this is a really good figure, you know? Uh-huh. And, and he, sold, he was one of the fastest sellouts in the last year. Was that the one that like sold out and, and then they didn't take him down? Or, or no, they took him down instead of saying sold out? I don't know if it was that one, if it was him specifically, but it could have been when we were talking about that debacle. Yeah. Um, I think, no, I, I think you are right. I think it was him. So, um, so it'll be very important when they sell the customer service stock of, for him, you know? Yeah. Um, and we're going to get into some Q and A's, but, uh, so kind of a cool thing, you know, uh, again, the one thing that kind of pisses me off is it's not early access to anything that you're not subscribed to. It's early access to anything that's not in any of the subs. So like Warshack was the fast sellout today from the Watchmen. Remember they're oh. doing a Watchmen line. Uh huh. And so Warshack sold out really quickly today. Well, I don't know how quickly, but he sold out today. But see, he's part of the Watchmen sub, the Black Freighter Club, and so I couldn't buy him on early access. But Horde Prime, which is last year's figure, was up for sale today, and he's kind of he's he's a pretty fan demanded one, just because he turned out so well. So I could have bought him because he wasn't part of any of the other subs. So. Um, so we finally have that, uh, rumors of a super articulated six inch star Wars line coming to Disney parks. Um, so if you've been to a Disney park lately, um, there have been, uh, Indiana Jones and a captain Jack Sparrow that were super articulated that were exclusive to the park. So there's rumors that this company is working on star Wars figures. You didn't tell me about the Jack Sparrow when I could have asked Nicole to get it all those times? <gasps> Maybe you told me you didn't want the six-inch ones. But it's Jack Sparrow. <laughs> more like, importantly, a it's a... take six-inch Johnny Depp. I was going to say, more importantly, it's Johnny Depp. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, so that'll be interesting to see if anything comes to fruition with that. Uh, New Generations Prime. So, I wonder how many times I've said supposedly so far. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't supposedly, know. <laughs> we may be seeing a new G1 Optimus Prime. They put out a, a teaser pick, and let's see, this was in a Toy Hobby Retailer magazine. And uh, what's kind of interesting about this is he looks to be holding a Target Master style weapon. And this is definitely a break from any Optimus Prime we've seen in a while. Uh, kind of a weird amalgam where it's definitely a G1 Optimus Prime, but he has a split window design like the movie. Uh, 
And mm. and like I say, they say, well, it might just be a placeholder. Usually you don't have art commissioned and provided to any kind of press without there being a reason. You know, you don't yeah. commission art as a placeholder image. You know, you use an old image. So I would say we're definitely going to see that again, whether he'll be Voyager, Deluxe, who knows. Um, Dollar General repaints hit eBay. So uh, if you didn't know, during the holiday season, the Dollar General figures were back in mass at the stores. Um, luckily, thanks to Engineer Nerd, I didn't have to go hunting. I, we actually found out we do have one near us, or uh, actually a few in town. I wouldn't say near us. They're all 25 miles away. But it's weird that there's three of them in a little tiny grouping oh, up there yeah. in, the, in the northern suburbs. Uh, but these are actually repaints. So I don't know if you remember the Storm Shadow figure I had that was all white and black. Oh. Oh, I hate that. <laughs> uh, but now we get a white and orange one, which is a callback to a Ninja Force figure. Um, we get a very ugly repaint of Snake Eyes. Um, I just don't dig on this whatsoever. Uh, then we get Cobra Commander and the Cobra Trooper in their comic versions. Uh, we get a green-shirted uh, shipwreck. And then the Duke. What was the homage with Duke here? Mm. Uniform color pulls inspiration from the animated Sunbow Breaker. Oh, yeah, so... No real interest in this I, because I'm a, because I'm a Snake Eyes collector. I I think I would like the Snake Eye or the Storm Shadow and Snake Eyes. Really, no need for the Cobra Commander at, or the Cobra Trooper. I don't really dig on the comic colorings of them. So. Uh, let's see. New Lego Star Wars sets have been revealed. I'm looking illegally. At no, I'm not. I'm being dramatic. I'm putting dramatic oh. pauses. I'm not doing the staring at you because you're not paying attention pauses. They're very similar. <laughs> they are. <laughs> um, so we actually linked to, and I don't even know what this page is in French. Wow, I love Google Chrome. So this is from a French site because the American site that posted it uh, got a cease and desist and had to take down their pictures from it. Uh, but we're getting a new smaller scale Jabba sail barge, probably to kind of go with the whole Jabba theme that they're doing recently. But it looks like crap. I was like, oh, yeah. man, that's going to be in better scale with this stuff. And we just have the big, huge one. I'm glad we have the big, huge one. This yeah. one looks really bad, in my opinion. Yeah. I'm um, glad you said that. <laughs> now, this one's kind of interesting. We're also getting a new Republic gunship. So if you're not aware, this is my favorite air vehicle. Uh, maybe but it, it's a really close run with the uh, with the snow speeder 
and then it's just ahead of the tie interceptor. But um, <laughs> so this is oh poster included. It says down here. Oh, sold! I've always wanted the poster. <laughs> um, so they're not showing the piece the the piece count. So we don't really know how much smaller the original Jabba sail barge was was a hundred and twenty dollar set i mean it was a full size set yeah like that um so this one's definitely not going to be that uh but this looks like this easily is the full size uh republic gunship one just maybe retooled a little bit and we're also getting new poly bags my favorite things in the lego line as of late so these are the little mini models that come in the three to five dollar bags mm-hmm. um so uh let's see here i'm like so it's the Rep- oh that's right it's the republic frigate so this is from episode one or this is a similar ship to the to the jedi frigate that lands and then gets blown up in the hangar well, okay. when they're on the ship um we get the Headhunter, which this is a Clone Wars version. It's a precursor to the X-Wing. Okay. So I guess this has been in the cartoon because we don't have cable anymore. I'm not caught up on the cartoon, even though I can watch them online. It's just a pain in the ass. Um, we get Shea Vizsla's, uh, what did they call it, Mandalorian fighter. Um, but this is interesting. This is the first time that it's been given a name, and they're calling it the Gauntlet. So this is kind of cool because what this does is these wings rotate, uh-huh. and they become flat. So it can be a more traditional-looking starfighter, um, or, or it, it can be like vertical that. and mohawk it the way it's doing now. That's crazy. Which one is Shea Vizsla? Uh, did I say Shea Vizsla? Uh-huh. I meant pre-Vizsla. Um, Shea Vizsla is the uh, uh, bounty hunter in the Old Republic, the female bounty hunter. Oh. But that's not, I should have said pre-Vizsla. He's the leader of the Death Watch, I believe. Oh, okay. The Mandalorians from the Clone Wars. Oh, okay. So, and then something else I haven't seen in the show, and I don't know if anyone's seen it in the show yet, but that I am absolutely in love with. Uh, we've seen the larger version of this vehicle, but this is a little poly bag, and it's the Umbaran MHC. And again, I just love legged attack vehicles. Legged. 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 Yeah. Very inefficient if you're trying to get somewhere fast, but I like that they can climb things, you know. There are some stairs you had to get up, you know, it wouldn't have any problem. <laughs> so, you know, if you're attacking the top of a Mayan temple or something. <laughs> um, and then there's some superhero ones. If you're interested in that, you're getting a Robin with Red Bird Cycle and an Iron Man versus Fighting Drone. So that's kind of cool. Um, all right. Let's go ahead and get into the Masters of the Universe Classics Q&A. Wow, that's annoying. Yeah. I wonder how much it's it's probably coming through on the, 
So yeah. we'll apologize ahead of time. We will figure out a different way to keep our daughter occupied than putting her in her bouncer. This is probably a time. Well, let that, us know how bad it sounds. Yeah, somebody. And don't say, um, oh, somebody else will tell them. Some, you, you, yeah. You're that to somebody you. else. <laughs> tell us, tell us if you can hear it really bad. Because again, when Mrs. McFavorite edits these, she doesn't really actually listen to them. She just looks for breaks and inserts commercials. Yeah. <laughs> it puts an intro and an outro. Um, all right. Masters of the Universe Classics Q&A. So it's been quite a while. We've gotten, uh, I think, uh, I think it's been three or four rounds. Is she getting grumpy? She's getting a little grumpy and her blankets moved. Oh. All right. Ideally, Castle Grayskull will match the stands, but they're not sure if they will attach. And they, uh, 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 Guru did say, you know, hopefully they'll match the stands, but they're not promising anything. So if you're hoping to utilize those in some perfectly seamless way, it's still kind of up in the air. Um, paint apps. And so these are going by oldest to newest. So these are, these are from last month. Um, somebody asked about, you know, one figure had the side chop, had paint apps that were hidden by his belt. So somebody asked, you know, why why wouldn't they take the paint apps that they were using on that figure and put it on a different figure? And I thought this is kind of interesting, and it's because each figure's cost is determined independently. Uh-huh. So if a figure's cost falls within their range... On the low end, they can't say, oh, well, let's take the two bucks from this figure and put it to another figure. So, I mean, it, it makes sense that, you know, it would be hard to track that kind of information. Like, oh, you know, now we've got a, a 50 cent surplus on this figure. So let's give it to this one. And then now that figure ended up with a 75% surplus. You know, it's like rollover minutes. Where does it stop? <laughs> she definitely wants some attention. Um, and like we were talking about before, no second runs. Uh, somebody was asking, you know, please, will you do a sorceress second run now that uh, now the Castle Grayskull has, uh, has uh, made it through the pre-order phase? And then, of course, like we mentioned, uh, Castle Grayskull Man was a sellout, and there's still a lot of people that want him. And they said, nope, we are, they are not doing second runs. They said the only second run that was ever worth their, I don't know if they said time or money, was He-Man. So not even Skeletor's second run was worth it, supposedly. So, uh, suppose what? supposedly <laughs> thank you uh since the rin since the wind raider couldn't even sell out on a sale day so if you didn't know during the black friday sale the wind raider was only 35 bucks so that's down from down ten dollars from the original price and down fifteen dollars from the 
current price and it still didn't sell out, that pretty much was a nail in the coffin that we will not be getting any more vehicles. Oh. Um, somebody addressed a question directly to the Four Horsemen. And they said, this is a Mattel Q&A. This is not a Q&A for our vendors. That's funny. Yeah, I thought that was good. It was kind of a little shitty way they put it. Um, they Now we're getting into a little bit newer ones here. Um, they're on track currently to have a uh, sculpt of Castle Grayskull at Toy Fair this year. Oh, shit. So in just a few weeks, uh, well... In, in about a month, um, we are going to get to see what our two hundred and fifty, well, two hundred and seventy dollars with shipping and then tax another ten dollars. So if it turns us. out to be shit, can you guys pull out? No, we we, I mean, you pull out by canceling your credit card, refusing the shipment. I mean, there's lots of different ways that you could, you know, yeah, pull out, but. Sounds horrible, but uh, there's lots of different ways you could get out of it. Um, but you'd just be screwing the line, you know. Yeah. Well, Again, it's being done by the four horsemen. It's not the sculpt. Yeah. The sculpt is not going to be crap. It's the production of the sculpt. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's going to turn out shitty. If anything turns out shitty. <laughs> False advertising. We saw it at Toy Fair, and it was awesome. Exactly. Um. So uh, somebody talked about too bad. Would it be an oversized figure like Ram Man? And they said, no, too bad. Um, too bad would be a basic figure. He would just be wider in width. So uh, that means he's coming because they don't ever reveal details about figures unless they're coming because uh, they don't know. They haven't, they haven't designed them yet. So most likely he's going to be one of the reveals at Toy Fair. They said we were going to get some big reveals at Toy Fair. Um, they're hoping to do at least three character reveals, uh, three figure reveals. Um, uh, let's see. So while Granomir did extremely well, it is now sold out. It took about a week, I believe, five to six days to sell out. Um, it did much better than the Wind Raider, they said, but it still did not do well enough to merit a redeco. So the the red that you see is from the cartoon, uh -huh. and he was green in the mini comics. Uh -huh. So uh, uh, two years ago, that's what the vote was. Was it two years ago? Oh, no, it was last year, I think. Did I miss? I remember the red versus the green conversation. Okay. I just don't know if that it had to have been last year if he was produced this year. Oh, not this year's. It was, duh. It was last year. Anyways, uh, red was voted on. So, but they won't be doing a green. It's not completely off the table. They said, but, um, I thought this was kind of. Uh, oh, can you mark that? Um, I thought this was kind of interesting because when they said what our free uh, gift was for Frost's arms being reversed, they said it might be a basic figure. 
And so that made me start thinking like, wow, that would be kind of cool if it was just a generic buck, you know, just no accessories, you know, maybe a He-Man head, um, no paint apps or anything. Uh Like, wouldn't that be cool? Just like a blank. And then somebody asked, I think it triggered that in somebody else, too, because <laughs> somebody asked, like, what would be the possibility of us getting blanks for customizing, you know? And they said it would be tough because it would still take up one of their SKUs because they would have to produce a figure that didn't have accessories and wasn't painted and that kind of stuff. Oh. So something would still have to be produced. Um. So that was the Masters of the Universe Classics. We've got a, a little bit more news here at the end of the news story, but that's it for the Q&As. Shattered Glass Soundwave and Blaster in Box. So this was uh, one of my last very expensive purchases. Uh, besides cons, uh, besides con sets, this is probably one of my most expensive purchases ever in one shot for toys. And it's so worth it. Besides loving the shattered glass, we get a very G1 box. So take a look at this. It's a very G1 looking. Yeah. G1 character art. Digibashed, as they like to call it. Um, And then the coolest thing, although I think it could have been done better, we get an old school battle scene on the back. Again, the art is still too illustrated. I really liked the computer kind of style looking art of the old G1 battle scenes. Um, But great concept. And then the one other thing that I don't like about it is I don't actually see the figures that I'm buying on here. (laughs) Now, that wasn't always that, you know... the battle scenes were on every package and yeah. every package didn't have every character on it. So yeah. it wasn't necessarily the case, but this was drawn specifically for this set. So I don't yeah. quite get that. Uh, very prominently, we get Shattered Glass Megatron, um, Shattered Glass Starscream, and then uh, Shattered Glass um, uh, Grimlock believe that's jazz uh rodimus and then optimus prime are the characters most in the foreground um so still very cool very cool homage um because it is an e-hobby uh box set it's it's more japanese style g1 and then of course all the writing except for decepticon and autobot are in uh Japanese, and then I think there's yeah, there's a blurb on the back in English. But uh, if you're interested, if you did pre-order that uh, and you're interested and haven't seen it yet, take a look at the show notes. Uh, now we usually don't cover dolls. Is she poopy? Yeah. Like she poopy like that bad? Yeah. Okay. Well, go ahead and go, and I'll finish up the news and then take a break. All right, Miss McFavorite. Peace out, guys. <laughs> Miss McFavorite's got to go take care of some shapoopy. Um, so, we don't normally talk about dolls on this show, um, but I thought this was kind of interesting because this is the first time, well, not the first time, Hot Toys has done some, uh, 
I believe they've done some Star Wars figures, but they will be doing retaliation toys. Um, There is currently a Snake Eyes for pre-order right now. Um, So while these are G.I. Joe, they're still movie G.I. Joe. And uh, I cannot remember. I I think it was what's on Joe Mind, and I think it was Chuck that was talking about not liking the snake eyes and and i always i kind of did like the snake eyes in the movies um but he brought up a good point it's like armor 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 and then it's like slacks just pants that's it you know and boots so i i I do think that's kind of funny um if you're not familiar with hot toys they are distributed by uh sideshow collectibles they are extremely expensive extremely detailed i mean just basically the the most magnificent toys you could ever ever buy for a collector um but they're about 200 bucks a piece um way out of my price range um really interested it looks like uh justin with generals joe's is going to be picking these up so i can't wait to read his reviews on them um but beyond this initial announcement unfortunately we're probably not going to talk about them again uh they have uh they have given uh, uh little reveals of the next two figures in the line so, of course, we got Snake Eyes, so we're going to get Storm Shadow and his very cool kind of white leathery outfit. And then we can't see him very well in the background. He's a little blurred out, but we're also going to be getting Roadblock coming up next. So, um, Snake Eyes is a little easy to do. The, the biggest thing that Hot Toys, in my opinion, are known for is they're just amazing freakishly realistic head sculpts so with storm shadow and with roadblock you're going to get those character likeness those actor likenesses in spades again snake eyes it's just a helmeted figure with the visor uh star wars news droid factory has been canceled that's right revealed at uh star wars celebration six and and i think is actually revealed at at comic-con if i'm not mistaken but fully shown at at celebration six last year uh basically they put out a press release you can go to the show notes if you want to read the whole thing but it says uh we couldn't cost these outright to include the build a figure part uh, my assumption is is they're probably looking at a cost closer to uh, $12, $13, which I think that would price them out of the market, even with an extra build to figure part. Uh, so they've gone ahead and canceled that line. A lot of the figure, they say, they say a lot of the figures found in that line uh, will be coming out in a new line in February, but or in February, I'm sorry, in the fall. But it'll be more along the lines of vintage. So no extra robot parts, but still great articulation, great sculpts, that kind of thing. And we are still getting the reissues that they talked about of popular figures. Um, again, to me, some of some of the or not both popular and hard to find. Um, to me, there's some real big standouts in this list, uh, things that I never saw in stores. 
uh, you know, they have they have like Star Wars Darth Vader. They have the Episode One Mall that you can get anywhere. Um, something I've seen on pegs more often than not lately: the Hoth outfit, Luke Skywalker. But we're missing things like Bastilla Shan. We're missing the Old Republic Trooper. Um, things like that. And I think, let's see, we're getting Vader's Apprentice. We're getting Shea Vizsla. Yeah, so Darth Malgus is even missing on here. So a lot of missed opportunities, a lot of, uh, a lot of more, much more difficult to find figures could be, could have been included on this, but at least you'll have uh, the ability to pick up. It looks like a, a good 20 figures that were hard to find this year. Uh, Beast Hunter Voyagers uh, have been shown in hand, so we get a look at Optimus Prime and Predaking. And just amazing pictures. Uh, I really had no interest in the Prime. Um, I already have a Prime Voyager Prime, um, but it really does look good. Um, they didn't go too crazy with it. They did some really nice upgrades. I'm not a huge fan of the head sculpt. Um, it's just getting a little too ultra magnusy for me. Um, but uh, I actually like when I first saw his green windows, I was like, that looks horrible. I'm actually starting to dig on him a little bit. Uh, comes with a nice green sword, a little jet pack thing. And then what I really dug about it was uh, the alt mode. When he's in a truck, the little jet pack really folds up nicely to create kind of a more uh a more kind of God, how can i put it almost like the coyote and and gi joe renegades uh looks like it creates more of a trailer on the back or a topper if you're familiar with pickup trucks um, as opposed to him just being a tractor trailer um, also, more Cybertronian, uh, really close to the Energon Optimus Prime. Anywho, uh, again, Predaking wasn't all too fired up for him. Uh, really looked like another Scourge when we first saw him, uh, but with wings, a little bit skinnier. Uh, but again, these picks are absolutely amazing, and he is looking really good. Um, I like how I like how his extra heads are posable; they're not just straight uh, pieces of plastic. Um, this is another one that I'm most likely going to get picked up. I uh, really want to see his character in the show, though. That'll be probably the determining factor. Uh, not really into any of this beast hunter stuff i picked up Soundwave just because he's Soundwave uh over the christmas break that we had but uh skipped skipping bumblebee laserback uh uh smoke screen wheel jack skipping all of those just don't really have rip claw um well i should say i need to see a review of rip claw but 
let's see. Also, new Beast Hunters that I just mentioned there. Uh, the one, so we, we knew about Ripclaw, um, and we've known about Bulkhead and Smokescreen for at least a couple weeks. Uh, but this one that was revealed relatively recently is now a Beast Hunter Starscream. Again, I just I think he looks bad. I am not digging on these color schemes that they're using. The bulkhead's the only one that's kind of got my attention, and and that's simply because he's a deluxe, and that's kind of interesting. Uh, but yeah, just again, good for my wallet. I'm just not digging on the Beast Hunter stuff that much. All right, last up in news here, Toy Guru on older Masters of the Universe Classics figures. So uh, before the Black Friday sale, people said, hey, tell us what what we could actually be getting out of customer service stock, what's still left to be sold, what what is completely gone forever. And he said, well... You're going to be getting a lot of this year's figures during the Black Friday sale, so uh, or older figures during the Black Friday sale. So once we're done with the Black Friday, Cyber Monday sale, then we will update you and let you know what's gone forever. Um, and they, they kind of did that. Basically, if something sold out during the Black Friday sale, it is gone. Um, again, I'm not a hundred percent sure. I know Temple of Darkness sold out. That's the same time as Castle Grayskull Man, so I know that sold out. But that's part of this year's subscription. So, um, one thing that he did confirm is that a lot of their older stock was unloaded to online retailers and private deals. So probably at a pretty good discount. Um, I know. Uh, I know Big Bad Toy Store has gotten uh, some of the older stock that we saw during the Black Friday uh, sale back in stock. They've been offering it at a wholesale discount. Um, they said there are some 2012 figures that are already gone for good, and this includes Sorceress and Fisto. So there is. So if you bought a Castle Grey Skull and you really want a Sorceress secondary markets your only option at this point um the remaining customer service stock for the other figures in the 2012 subscriptions uh will be up for sale sometime this year uh there's been a couple conflicting statements um well i guess there's been one statement that hasn't been discredited or, or changed and that saying that the 30th anniversary figures were for 2012 and that's the only time they are going to be offered. Um, that would be interesting. I can't imagine they would sit, they would just destroy stock that they had left over of those figures, but maybe they're completely out. I know Drago man was put up for sale during the black Friday and he sold out, um, Castle Grey Skull Man was put up there and he sold out. So maybe they are truly out of those figures and there won't be any more of those 30th anniversary figures in 2013. Whew. So that was Toy News. Thank God. At least we're under an hour on there. We still got a lot of information. We're going to be coming back with fan made projects, store report, our 
online sightings. We still got what I got featured custom, a toy review, listener feedback and questions and grab bags. So you guys stay tuned and we'll be back after these messages. Peace. And more Autobots join Optimus Prime. Cup reminds me of the Battle of Beta 4. Hot Rod. Watch my smoke. Blur. And these are the new Decepticons, the evil Cyclonus. I'm spying for a fight. And Scourge. No one escapes the sweep. But soon, a new Autobot leader will arrive. Introducing Rodimus Prime. No one can take on the Decepticons like Rodimus Prime. Transformers. The Transformers, each sold separately from Hasbro. All right, guys, welcome back. Let's go ahead and get into fan-made projects. This is where we like to highlight some of the best third-party toys coming out. First up, Quake Wave, Masterpiece Shockwave. So um, this is from Fans Toys. They are originally creating a Masterpiece Soundwave and then... The actual Masterpiece Soundwave got announced. That's what the little uh, prototype figure here is, is their Masterpiece Soundwave. So it looks like they quickly shifted gears to a new figure. Um, Looks good. I mean, again, Shockwave was always kind of one of those uh, little bit easier figures to do, in my opinion. Uh, Not a very complex transformation. Not very difficult to make him look like he did in the cartoon. Uh, the gun mode is really good. Um. <clears throat> it's funny. The first few pictures that I saw, it looked like the that front piece uh-huh. was like a mouth, so it looked like some weird monster. Oh. <laughs> so we'll have an LED, it looks like. Um, the one thing I'm not digging on is yeah see here they have it fixed so that's kind of interesting is that hose shouldn't go over his shoulder it should come underneath like this here in every picture except for this one it goes over yeah so hopefully they'll have that fixed but see doesn't it look like a monster there this here well that that bottom pic well they all kind of do do you see it oh yeah yeah, I see what you're talking about. Um, but yeah, eh, again, not. I don't like Shockwave enough to buy a masterpiece figure of him. So uh, that's an easy pass for me, but it looks good. And I'm sure there's lots of people that will be interested in that. Uh, now, not necessarily in the four franchises, but kind of. Um, this is more, uh, I mean, it. It. it's could be used for he-man so joe amaro maker of a lot of very cool uh he-man third-party items he did the mystic war hammer i believe that's what he called it he did a a hammer accessory for um titus Uh you know the big 12 inch he-man looking guy Mm -hmm. um and then he did the manta raider which still kick myself for missing the pre-order on that um and then now he, he was on a podcast I was listening to and he he said he's just always had a had um an affinity for hovering vehicles. 
So now he's doing kind of a cool uh, third party. He's doing a hovering disc. That's pretty cool. So not, I mean, not terribly exciting. It's got two peg holes. I assume that are going to fit Masters vehicles. Um, the sculpt is is very clean. You know, it it doesn't. I mean, it literally looks like this could be cut from one piece of plastic or you know molded into one piece of plastic. Um, and so it might be a great way to get a piece of Joe Amaro's artwork. Looks good. Yep. Um, no uh, no details yet. There's a comment from me saying, is this going to impede the second run of the Manta Raider? Because that's what I... I just like that the Manta Raider is an actual animal vehicle, like mm -hmm. a lot of Masters vehicles were. <clears throat> um, let's and see. No response yet, huh? No. Yeah, that's kind of disappointing. But, hey, he's a busy guy. Uh Predaking off. So just like we got with Devastator, it looks like we're going to have two competing companies putting out two Predakings, uh, Predacons that make Predaking uh, at the same time. So it seems like they're oh. both close, close in production too. Uh, so first up, uh, Unique Ideas Warlord Beasticons. Uh, so we first saw this, and I'm not sure if we covered it here or not, but we first saw this in uh, some Facebook pictures where we just kind of oh, saw the upper torso. So do you remember Predaking, the really big uh -huh. orange, yellow, and black combiner? So this is a, a modern version. <clears throat> so we get a combined version wow. of them. Looks like, oh, yeah, he's definitely missing his arm here, and definitely looks like he's missing his legs, too. So we're just getting two of the robots so far, uh, Dive Bomb and, oh, shit, lose geek cred by not knowing the main. Jeez. I know. Come on, Sucks. Now. Let me see if I can cheat and read the story real quick. Nope. <laughs> um... <laughs> um but now they've also released uh, some size comparisons. Oh, Razor Claw. God, I should have known that. So we saw Razor Claw and Dive Bomb. Uh, they're calling him War Leo. And uh, what are they calling? It doesn't say what they're calling the Dive Bomb. Uh, but we can take a look here. So there's Razor Claw next to one of the Hercules figures. So you can see oh, that geez. he's just a little bit bigger than them. So uh, those are basically like Voyager size. And here you can see, which most people probably have, a the Classics uh, Optimus Prime mold. This happens to be the United Ultra Magnus. But, so you can see the size there. So these are going to be sizable figures. Now, I assume they're showing the dive bomb in comparison. So the dive bomb is a little bit smaller than Razor Claw, which would make sense. Um, not that they were necessarily that way in G1, mm -hmm. but so it'll be interesting to see where the rest of the limbs come in. Now, the first third party Predaking that we saw, we saw this at last year's uh, TFCon. We saw Masterminds Create Mastermind Creations, 
Um, so they're the people that have done uh, the Hearts of Steel Optimus Prime, Hearts of Steel uh, uh, Shock, yeah, Shockwave that they called Cyclops, that big submarine, um, not submarine, but uh, anyways, they are doing Ferocious, and their first figure that they're showing off is Pro- uh, Project Bull, which is pretty funny. Uh, the G1 yeah. was horrible. So there's, that's pretty. So that's his foot. So they just kind of styled it to make it look like huge cannons that can sit on his back. That's kind of interesting the way they did it. The robot mode looks amazing. Oh, he kind of looks samurai style. Yeah. It looks really good. Yeah. The the molding is just gorgeous on it. So these fan, um, I know this isn't fans projects, but like these little, these third party, yeah, these third party, are they actual companies or are they, yeah. are they just a group of people that, I mean, you would assume at some point, you know, like, are you, are you asking, are they actually like incorporated? Like, well, are they a no, business on just record? Like, are they are they people like if you Shane and Dan and Mark got together and said, yeah. let's They're, do this or is it or is it more like a George and Aileen type of thing? Well, Where but see, George and Aileen were just a couple of people that started dating and he was sculpting and she said, I can run the business side of a toy company and well, they that's started a toy company. So, yeah. I mean, it, it's not, it's these people are not companies that are producing other toys or trying to seek licenses for toys like a mm-hmm. normal toy company would do. It's just a group of <clears throat> friends that got together and or like-minded individuals that met on a board or met at a show, you know, I don't know if they're necessarily friends, you know, friends constitutes when you say friends, I think about Jeremy and Jay, Mm -hmm. you know, people that I've met through people, which maybe they have or whatever. Okay. All right. You have, you have people that can do the sculpting. You have the people that can do the engineering. You can, you find people that can actually produce the figures, that kind of thing. So here's his combined mode. Here's him as a foot. So he's looking pretty good. Now this is, remember how mine had a little tiny dinky sword? This is the sword compared to that same. That is ridiculous. Yeah. Isn't that freaking crazy? And it does look like the sword transforms. It's not just a solid. I don't know if it's something you piece together, but. Yeah. So both are looking really good. It'll be interesting to see how this comes out. And then lastly, uh, an update on, on one of our favorite projects. We get some color pictures and some size comparisons of Project Genesis. Uh, this is the war or fall of Cybertron Omega Supreme. So we get him next to Hercules, one of the tallest figures right now in the Transformers Jesus. lore. 
Yeah, isn't he amazing? What what I think's kind of ridiculous is so they've measured Hercules right up to the top of his head, but then they've measured him up to the top of his kibble <laughs> up here. Like if you want to be fair, measure Hercules up to the top of his kibble, you know. Yeah, but still he's taller. <clears throat> yeah. But a, a lot way. taller and a lot bigger. Yeah. Like I mean just There's a lot of the shit mass. There. Yeah. So again, God, if it was five years ago, this thing would be an easy buy for me. <laughs> but at three hundred bucks, just it's not going to happen unless I end up selling, you know, twenty thousand dollars worth of my collection in the next year. So cool LEDs again. The LEDs are exclusives for pre-orders. The next orders will not have the LEDs on there, but. I'm still wanting to see a, a good version of the alt mode on him, too. So that's fan-made projects. Uh, next up, store reports. Something that you should be aware of is there are toy stores most likely in your mall. <gasps> I know. In your mall, you say? It's oh, a, like a snap. thing of a past. Look at this. Wow, Southwest two Plaza. right by us. Yeah. That's exciting. Yeah. So um, there is a new toy store called Toyzam. Um, and uh, it looks like looking at this, it's most likely all malls. I mean, it, mall, mall, center, center, mall, mall. And they are across the country. The link that we have to their website takes you actually to their store locations. Um, they're in 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22 states right now. Wow. So pretty damn good from from Virginia to California, including us here. So I think we got to go take a look at these next time we're over there in that toy run area. Yeah. Uh, so, again, I haven't been there. I don't know what they're like, but they're in malls, and it's a toy store, so that's worth something. Uh, sightings, a Walmart, in, Walmart Lego MTT. I only put this on. This is kind of old news. This was a like an impulse buy at Walmart for the holidays. I only, is this what you were searching yes. for? Yes. Okay. Sorry. And that's why I put it. No, I, I'm not saying yes, like you're... You're fucking ruining my thunder. I'm saying yes, as in I really want it. So if somebody out there has an extra one or who knows, maybe your Walmart still has these. They sold that bad. Most likely not, unfortunately. The poly bags, especially Star Wars, seem to sell really well uh, during the holidays for stocking stuffers. Uh, but what makes this really cool is it's Clone Wars deco. So it's a blue and gray instead of the drab brown of the Fan, uh, Phantom Menace MTTs. Again, <clears throat> most poly bags make at least two or three runs. You know, we're still seeing poly bags from three years ago. So I'm not that worried about it. But if anybody out there sees one, grab it for me. It should only be like a buck to ship. So I would really, really appreciate that. I really need to stop using the Bluetooth mouse. <laughs> My Bluetooth mouse has a timeout on it. So just in the middle of the podcast, it'll stop working. Um, let's see. 
Speaking of Walmart, Masters of the Universe <laughs> classics at Walmart. What? Yeah, look at this. They're like, we couldn't get rid of them through the website. Dude, huge amounts of Roboto, huge wow. amounts of Gigor. This isn't the reissue Roboto either because it doesn't have uh, the original burst on it. That's how they signified when something was a second run a couple or last year. So these are original first run Robotos. <laughs> um, the Gigor, see the Gigor right here. You can see the burst on it. So it looks like it may be second runs. Um, so this kind of languished out there for like a month while people are saying, what the hell's going on here? This was right by a Mattel factory or oh. by, by Mattel. And so everybody figured they were testing the market or something. And Toy Rugu, Toy Guru finally responded. It took us a few days to get to the bottom of this one. Bottom line is these items were not sold to Walmart. They appear uh, to be at only one single location, and this Walmart acquired them on the secondary market from a third party. Mattel did not set up this end cap or this promotion. There is no plans for classics to be distributed at retail at this time. Maybe the toy aisle manager is a big Motu fan. Not really sure, but this is not a Mattel program. That I can confirm. I mean, it is kind of weird that it's of two figures and two very obscure figures. Yeah. Um, something of note is... Oh, not this one. Another picture of these had had it zoomed in where you could see the figures. And Roboto was like seventeen bucks, which is three dollars less than it was on on uh, oh, Maddie wow. Collector and Gigor, I believe, or maybe they put it in the story. Maybe that's how I knew it. And I believe the Gigor was like twenty five bucks, which was five bucks less than he was when he came out. But um, two thousand thirteen Star Wars Lego sets have been hitting, including the new planets. Um, I I personally like this one. Uh, uh, ben from Toy Break. Uh -huh. hates this he just is so freaking angry about it because he's going completist with this and he's like really an asteroid field <laughs> so they have the tie bomber from from uh <laughs> empire strikes back where they fly into the asteroid uh -huh. field and that's and you see the tie bombers bombing i think that's i think that's hilarious the one thing that's got me really annoyed and annoyed him too is they have another indoor so they're doing another indoor planet one i'm like really you've after after nine or what is it 12 planets you've run out of planets to do in the star wars universe <laughs> um so yeah those are out there uh the rancor which we've seen is looks amazing again it it's, it's nice. kind of a jip that i mean the pit is kind of eh. you know if you don't have the jabba's palace to go with the pit yeah. The pit's just kind of a... You know, I don't think when we were looking at it, I honestly don't think that I actually looked at the 
pit itself. I just, just looked, looked at, at the, the mini figs, yeah, yeah and the rancor. And that's that's all I really care about too. But that's pretty a lot of money for yeah, a rancor. Sixty bucks just for a Lego rancor is expensive. Um, let's see other 2013 product hitting shelves that you've probably seen already, but is new since we haven't done a podcast since Black Friday. Uh, Yoda packaging Star Wars is out there. Um, <laughs> the only thing I have seen besides the new Lego sets are the class one vehicle or class two vehicles. I haven't even seen the class ones. Um, or no, I'm sorry. I've seen the class ones. I haven't seen the class twos. Uh, Creo, Creon micro changers are out there. So the next, so I guess they're kind of making some kind of delineation between the initial blind bag Creons that came out, the six, and this new set that has 12 in them. Um, if you're interested in these, they are in uh, all of our targets had them in the Valentine's Day aisle. So you can go find those. And instead of being a number printed on the back it, or in the front at the bottom, there's a number in the back at the top. And I haven't looked for a key yet. I've just made sure I bought all individuals because I'm getting them all. Um, so I've just looked at, made sure I got unique numbers because there are some that are short packed in the box. And some of them, there's like four of them in a box of 24 or something. So if you're not careful, you might buy three of the same one, even if you buy the whole box kind of thing. Uh -huh. So um, Beast Hunters are hitting. Like I say, I picked up the Soundwave. We've seen everything else that's out there right now. Not impressed. Uh, Generations Wave 3, so more of the Fall of Cybertron figures have been hitting. Uh, the only one I'm missing right now is, um, crap, Air Raid and Kickback. So those are the only two I haven't seen in stores so far. Um, all right. So longtime listener, great friend of the show is back with the store report. Yay. This is Jamie's biggest store report ever from down under yep so um so J jamie wrote in on all four franchises oh so, snap yeah so star wars so as always not a lot in shops in fact i don't even i don't think i've seen anything new but we did have a con here last week and they had a stack of star wars toys i hadn't seen in stores first up they had the lost line 20 to 25 bucks a piece. Yeah, that's that's a little much for the lost line in my opinion. Only thing worth that there is I love the electrified Darth Vader oh. with his see-through head. Um Have they, you gotten that yet? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I got it from uh um Nerd Rage Toys. Oh, when that's I won right. that oh, gift God, certificate. That's right. I remember now. Yeah. Um, and then uh, he saw a sideshow 2012 Boba Fett for 225. Oh wow! Jesus, I guess that's not too bad. I think he was 150 originally. He passed on that, so no new Star Wars this month. But he did see the Battle Droid and Stat for 25 bucks at Kmart. That's the new class uh, one vehicle. Mm -hmm. um, that's five bucks off. So they're class one. So be happy here. We get them for 18. He gets them for 30. 
Um, he may pick up a few of those soon. I love the Stap. That was that I was so happy oh. when I found that in stores for Phantom Menace. It was one of the preview figures uh-huh. that were out before anything else, and I love that vehicle. Um, I haven't looked at the new ones to see if I'd be interested in it. I I would assume the figure's probably better than the original, but I love my original Stap. It it came with a little clear stand. That you could yeah. put it on so it looked like, like it, was it was floating. floating. Yeah. yeah, I remember that. Um, Transformers, though, is always not much new, but a few Fall of Cybertron figures. All of the TF Prime stuff is still not gone on sale, but I did get a great sale at a supermarket. They had Transformers Dark of the Moon Cyberverse for 5 bucks. That's good. That's as cheap as I've ever seen them here. They only had two left, Megatron and Ironhide. These are still in my toy shop for $16.99. And at the con, I came across Transformers Prime, Optimus Prime, Megatron 2-pack with the kids for $60 um, and did a happy dance. So that was that's happy dance. $30 here, but I love that set. I'm right there with you. I bought that set. Uh, simply so I could return my Voyager Optimus Prime and Megatron because I like the I like the deluxes better, and then the kids are cool. I like having the kids from the show. Um, let's see here, GI Joe. What you say? Jamie's posting about GI Joe. What the fuck? I know. I was shocked too. All caps. So I guess he's yelling. I know. I was shocked too. <laughs> <laughs> Well, at the con, I did a few things, not much, but two boxes full of loose figs with their cards for 12 to 18 bucks each and some vehicles. I passed on it all. So you didn't buy any of it? You're just telling us they have it? Come on, JV. You got to buy at least one fig. And I'd be interested if that's for vintage figures because, God, loose figures for 12 to 18 bucks a piece? That's freaking pricey. Yeah, well... Well, I guess it's the equivalent of, like, a a regular... Like, that's what a Star Wars figure would cost them, so... Yeah. Um, And, well, this is a first, I think, Masters of the Universe Store Report. That's right, he's covering all four franchises. First up, my comic shop just got the new Motu drinking glasses, but they're 50 bucks for a set of four. But the booth at the con a booth had some of the motu toy line figs no he-man or she-ra but a stack of others for 50 bucks sadly i had to pass at that price yeah that's that's a little pricey um the tumblers that's actually not a terrible price on the tumblers because they're they're about 40 bucks at most online shops really yeah they're 10 bucks a piece and i would get them if they were glass but they're not. They're tumblers. They're 50 bucks and they're plastic? Yeah. No. At least that's what I've taken. Nowhere have I seen when they actually had official description, did they call them glasses. They called them tumblers. And what tumblers mean is they can take a tumble. They're not yeah. glass. So I'd be curious, Jamie, if you actually picked them up and or you know looked at them. Are they glass or are they plastic? I'm almost positive they're plastic. Um, in the ads, tar- oh, so sorry, 
domain. Just glaze over that. Thank you, Jamie, so much for being a regular part of our show. We really appreciate your store reports. Um, we just want to see you buying more. Buy, 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 especially in January. I'm not buying any toys this month, so I need to live vicariously through other people. Um, in the ads, target to price match ads and dot com for Walmart, True, Best Buy, and Amazon. Wow, Amazon. Yeah, so they did this over the holidays, and now they've now they've said that they're going to continue it. <laughs> now they're going to continue it throughout the entire year. So they didn't say permanently, but at least for this next year. Mm-hmm. So I mean, this is freaking awesome. If you're looking at a TV, you want to scan it with your phone, check it on Amazon, and usually it's going to be a lot cheaper on Amazon. They'll yeah. match that price. Um, again, they'll match ad prices, all that kind of stuff. So, I mean, really cool, especially if you can, you know, Amazon does a great thing and puts some toys on mega sales sometimes. So, All right. I'm yeah. Mrs. McFavorite's right. got to attend to baby McFavorite. I think daddy's loud voice woke her up. <laughs> it was it was Jamie yelling. It's all Jamie's fault with his all caps. That's what it is. Um, let's see. So we've also had uh, Star Wars on clearance here at our Wally Worlds. Um, I was able to pick up a do-back for only fourteen fifty. That's the 3D do-back, so that was about 10 bucks off. Never hurts to have lots of lizards. Um, they've had their battle packs as low as 12 bucks. So if you're looking for any of that uh, 3D merchandise, I haven't seen any of the uh, figures on sale yet. But this report says that the Discover the Force stuff is on sale or is starting to be marked down. So... If you're interested in any of that 3D funness, now's the time. All right. Uh, let's see. We're going to go ahead and do online, and then we'll take a break and be back with what I got. New items and pre-orders. TF Source has the new Takara Fall of Cybertron Grimlock, which, you know, not too exciting here. He's, he's bound to be a, a shinier version of our Grimlock. But more exciting, especially for cassette collectors like me or collectors of homages to sets. Oh, and if somebody, this has been something that's been driving me nuts about other podcasts and shows and stuff. So if somebody can settle the argument for me, is it a homage or is it an homage? I, I don't think I'm mistaking and thinking that it's a French word and should be, you know, you don't say I went to a buffet, you go to a buffet, but I may be mistaken. If anybody has ever been anal enough to get upset about that and have looked it up. And Isn't it homage? For, like the H is silent? Yeah. It's that's not what a mirage. I'm saying. Well, you're saying like homage, like mirage. What? Instead of homage. An homage? Oh, instead of homage? I'm saying homage instead of um. Okay, hold on here. So say it again. Paying homage. Homage? 
Oh, you're saying homage, and I'm saying homage. Yeah. Oh, so there's even a third variation. All right. Someone, someone correct us. Someone let us know. Sure, you could Google it. Anyways, we're talking about rap bat. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. I really got to (laughs) work. Every time we talk about semantics, I just start thinking of supposedly. (laughs) And I'm like, fuck, how many times have I said it again wrong? We need... uh, I'm sure uh, there's plenty of other things that you've said other than supposedly that... Are are, are even worse. Yeah. Uh, We need... uh, uh, Oh, my God. We need John Solo to keep a running tab. Maybe we'll do... uh, Maybe we'll do a contest where you have to... Well, no, because then we have to listen to the show, and we don't like doing that. <laughs> okay, anyways. Uh, moving on. Rat Bat. We are getting Rat Bat in the uh, Generations line. They're calling it the Fall of Cybertron Rat Bat. I didn't think he appeared in the game. Maybe I'm mistaken. Maybe he's a downloadable character or something. Um, but he's using the Scourge, uh, the United or Generation Scourge mold, which is a perfect mold for Rat Bat. Um, let me see here. It's really hard to tell with this picture. It looks like he possibly has a remolded head, too. So, um, so that's kind of cool. Again, that is Takara, though, so you'll be paying import prices on that. Amazon and Big Bad Toy Stores put their Year of the Snake, Optimus Prime, and Omega Supreme. These are the Energon molds uh, that are redecoed, and then uh, uh, Omega Supreme has a remolded head and new claw. See, I think I would be, I think I'm fine with this being my fall of Cybertron, Omega Supreme. Would you? Would you be okay with that? I think I'm okay with that. You, he's only a hundred, so. and he qualifies. And because he's Amazon, he can possibly do things like, like I did a little promotion on Amazon where I got a twenty-five dollar credit, and I can't even remember what I did. It was like filling out a survey that took like twenty minutes or something. Uh-huh. And so I got. On sale with my promotion, I paid $5 for that year of the dragon Optimus Prime. So, I mean, this is one of those things that may be able to get a great price. Uh, what's interesting is Omega's 100, Optimus Prime is 80. Uh, Bid Bag Toy Store has them for the same price, except for you can get a combined, you can get both of them for 175 So you save five bucks. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, Amazon has the free shipping, the shipping, unless you're running a pile of loot might be kind of expensive on these from big bad toy store, but big bad says that they're expecting theirs at the end of January. So the end of this month and, uh, Amazon saying they're not expecting theirs till April. Wow. So I don't know if it's a miscommunication you know, Bid Bad Toy Store is usually pretty good with their due dates, you know. So, uh, Terminus Hexatron, again, from Mastermind Creations. Uh, we talked about their new ferocious third-party Predaking coming. This is the six-shot homage. There you go. 
a little bit of Miss McFavor thing. <laughs> um, for uh, and looks looks amazing. Again, not amazing enough. I think if if Six Shot was one of my favorite figures or something, it'd be a no brainer. Um, but not that much interest in my opinion. Wave two retaliation uh, figures are hitting online retailers. Uh, Dorkside Toys has had these in stock and via his tank through the 31st with the code word free ship. You get uh, free shipping on orders over 50 bucks or more. Oh, that doesn't look good. Let's see if they still have these in stock. Okay, it looks like G.I. Joe might have broken Dorkside toys. So, <laughs> looks like you won't be getting them from them. But if they've already received their shipments, other online retail- retailers should have them as well. A new Transformer product available, Generations Legends Wave 2 is now available for pre-order. So not only does this uh, include the Decepticon data disks, but we're getting our first Autobot data disks. And particularly interesting, so of course we're getting Eject and Rewind in the Rumble Frenzy mold. We're getting Ramhorn first, because um, I, I believe Lockjaw is coming with Blaster like he originally did. But we're also getting Sundor, which is really interesting. Sundor was in uh, Kiss Play, uh, Kiss Players Fiction, hmm. which is a really weird Japanese, like Japanese cute schoolgirl, big robot love triangles and oh, stuff yeah that's weird yeah it is really weird <laughs> but they produced some cool cassettes in there and sundor was one of them <laughs> uh we get a beast hunters deluxe figures a wave two set so i was actually curious about this if they know what this so this includes the star screen bulkhead rip claw and smoke screen uh so that's cool. All those figures that we had talked about will all be coming in Wave 2. Do, do, do. Oh, one more. Uh, Toy World Hardbone. So Toy World is the company that brought us Hegemon, a great, great uh, take on the G1 Megatron. So Hardbone is an homage to... Let's see, I can I can take that and just pronounce it completely different than I ever had. But you talk about something like supposedly, and I can't do it. Mrs. Mick's favorite's getting tired of it being brought up. Yeah, uh, I'm sure the guy who brought it up is like, fuck, why did I say anything? He mentions it. He, he wrote in and mentions that. <laughs> I think that's why it's on my mind more than ever. <laughs> Anyway, so hardhead here. I uh, really like the colors. Um, again, the the colors aren't really hardhead, but this is their take on it. Uh, really like the mold. So this is, I believe, I thought this was the one that was supposed to be two different vehicles that combined into one, and that you know that made one robot. But I'm not seeing. 
I mean, that can't be the other. No, that's the front of that. So that's kind of interesting there. Um, but anyways, uh, I do like the colors. It is a headmaster. It was also estimated to be about 80 bucks when they first announced it. And it was originally listed at 110. They've now dropped it to a hundred. I don't know if that's just because the pre-sale didn't go very well, but, uh, transforms complete with driver. Yeah. So it's kind of interesting. I was, I was, so maybe the second mode we saw the second tank was just a different mode of this. Mm-hmm. Like they flipped things around or something like, Oh, you can make it look like a tank like this or a tank like this, you know? Um, and then something that I absolutely love and it drives me crazy that I'm not allowed to buy toys. Um, because this is something, if it's still available come the end of January that I will be buying. It's one of my favorite, uh, generation one figures. I bought the original version of this and it's actually one of the only G2 figures I have. And it's the only, not the only, it's one of the only transformers I have mint in package that I don't want to open up and that's G2 C spray. So iGear is doing another great version of their uh, spray uh, mold, and this time they're going to vac metalize it. So it'll oh, be Jesus. shiny blue and yellow. And that's why I love the G2 Sea Spray, because I love Sea Spray as a kid. It was one of my favorite figures. So simplistic. I love, I love hovercrafts. And so then at uh, one of my first bot cons, before I even knew what G2 was, I started seeing all this G2 product and I was like, what the fuck is all this shit? You know, fucking blue Grimlock and a green snarl or a green, uh, uh, whatever. But I saw a G2 C spray in the package and it was only 10 bucks. And I was like, boom, done. And so it's one of my only carded figures. He's in pretty good shape. Um, but just love them. So this will be one of my purchases come January ends. <laughs> I love getting the eye roll sales and promos. Uh, nothing necessarily on sale really, but, uh, I guess you can consider this free or a sale cause it's free. Takara has put out official paper craft Energon cubes. So you can go there and it's a PDF document. So you can print these out and make your own Energon cube. So here's an empty Energon cube and then a full Energon cube. And you're like, wow, that's kind of interesting. Well, what makes it really interesting is it goes into... Masterpiece Soundwave. Now, this one has the plastic Energon cube. That is the, I believe that's, they're saying that that's a Japanese exclusive uh, from one of their retailers. But with it being the same size, it still doesn't mean you can't put these together and, and stick them on his chest, you know? Yeah. 
So that was kind of cool. Thanks to Mantis Nine Nines for uh, pointing that out to me on Twitter. All right, so let's go ahead and take another break. We're going to come back with what I got, feature custom, toy review, listener feedback and questions, and grab bag. Stay tuned, mofos. Peace. From the hideous corridors of the Fright Zone come Hordak's Agents of Evil, Dragstore, Part Evil Warrior, Part Deadly Vehicle, The Demon of Speed. Multibot multiplies and mutates 22 movable parts, making for multiple terror. Horde Trooper, the mindless robotic enforcer, he's cracking up. Mantisaur, the gruesome insectoid steed. Hordak rides him through anything. You can complete your evil horde through this gang of destruction, each sold separately. And remember, you can get King Randor free when you buy any three Masters of the Universe figures. Right, guys welcome back well um so december's always a, a a busy time for me uh lots of things are on sale uh you've got new product coming out as as parents and and family clear out old stagnant product hopefully um so uh usually i i I pick up quite a bit of stuff for myself, you know, every week there's a sale at some site or, you know, in the ads, that kind of thing. So instead of going into all of what I got, I wanted to talk about things that I received from Mrs. McFavorite and close friends, uh, just because again, this show's running long and we need to get through this. So... <laughs> Mrs. McFavorite. Um, and he doesn't want me to get pissed off and. <laughs> yeah, I fucking put everything on here. Woo! Yeah. Um, so, uh, Mrs. McFavorite has kind of found her niche in my in buying toys for me. Um, she buys things that she knows that I'm not going to buy for myself, and usually that's Lego. Yeah. So and and, and I, I really like Lego. So she doesn't mind seeing it as much as other stuff in the house. Yeah. Um, so after our episode with Star Joe's, um, where I guilted her into <laughs> after into, he oh so politely reminded me. Yeah, called her out like a motherfucker. She bought me the Lego Star Wars Advent Calendar. <laughs> And I kept meaning to do it, and my head was just not there. Yeah, she uh, she's always bought, or not always, but um, before they had the Star Wars Advent Calendar, she had bought me the City Advent Calendar, and so it's it's been kind of a tradition. And this year, I was missing my Advent Calendarness, and so she took care of me. Found that shit on Prime. Got it up here quick. Yeah, two days, son. Um, <laughs> and then my birthday present this year, which I love oh so so much, and it's great because she knows I always take my birthday off. So while this year I was I was doing other stuff, she buys me a large Lego set so I can put it together. Usually on my birthday, but this year I didn't get time until a little bit later. But yeah, uh, so she bought me Jabba's Palace because there's one thing that there's if there's one thing that I like close to as much as Hoth sets, it's Jabba stuff. <laughs> yeah. How did you like? I meant to ask you. How did you like my little note on it? 
Oh, I can't even remember the specifics. It said. Oh, about the rapping? Yeah. Yeah. Well, what's hilarious. Okay, so it's just a it's just in an Amazon shipping box. <laughs> and I'm like I'm like, really? But what's crazy is she actually you know, and it had some bows on it. <laughs> <laughs> it took me forever to find the bows. <laughs> what's weird was that you actually opened it up. Put in there like tissue paper in there. So well, like, I opened it because that and the advent calendar came together. Oh, I see. Okay. So I thought that <laughs> it ships by itself. I'm like, why would you even? I mean, it was no. festive to have the tissue paper in there, too. Oh, and so you used it to fill space in the box, too. Yeah. Oh, okay. That and it was kind of the wrapping. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's, it was cool. I. It was a wonderful surprise because, of course, she goes, I ask her to go to work on my birthday <laughs> so I can have the day to myself at home. <laughs> and uh, and uh, so it was a wonderful thing to wake up and, and to see it waiting for me. I really appreciate it. Mm -hmm. I I stared there. I, I set it up and looked at it all day. So it sat on the coffee table all day <laughs> while I was playing with some other toys yeah. that weren't quite as involved that I could do when I was drunk. <laughs> That's the whole thing. I just, I can't do Lego when I'm really drunk. And that's what I spend my birthday doing. <laughs> yeah, I had, I had to take Mackenzie to, to my dad's. And he had to wake up early so he could be there when I dropped her off at 630 in the morning. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. So thank your dad also. <laughs> yeah, just so everybody knows, my daughter was not in the house. That's yeah. why I was getting drunk. Um, so for Christmas, I got more Lego. I got the Lego Star Wars character encyclopedia. And this thing is awesome. So if you've ever, if you got the visual dictionary that's been out for a couple years, <laughs> which I got also. Uh, <laughs> then you'll be kind of familiar with this it comes with a free exclusive minifigure and what's really cool is the visual dictionary came with the metal ceremony luke well what makes this new character encyclopedia even cooler is it comes with the metal ceremony han so that's awesome. Yeah. Um, and I absolutely love it. It's, it's basically, it, it gives at least one single page to every single Star Wars minifigure that's been produced. And what was this? I was pretty sure this was this year. 400 images. There's not that many pages. They're counting multiple images. I don't know. That's pretty big. Yeah, and it's very recent. I, I'm almost positive it had the Wait, new... Wait, back down. Wait. Oh, too far. Sorry. Oh. Uh, yeah. I 208 can... pages. Yeah. So at least 200 minifigs in there. But Well, it's 300 minifigs fit into 208 pages. Did it say that? Yeah. Because it said 400 images... But I don't see where Hello? it says how many minifigs. Featuring oh, feature more, more than, than 300. Oh, more oh, wow. Oh, okay. So awesome. I haven't, <laughs> obviously, I haven't looked at it cover to cover yet. But so she also bought me the visual dictionary. And I'm like, 
So I opened this one first, and I'm like, cool, this metal ceremony Han will go with my metal ceremony Luke from my visual dictionary that's a book just like this. And my face dropped. (laughs) (laughs) So pissed. It's no big deal. You still owe me a present from that one, too. I know. I want uh, the the Old Republic Sith and uh, Republic Trooper thing. It's cheaper than what you paid for the book, so you should be happy. It's yeah. still Lego. All right. Um, from our very good friend, uh, God, what does he like to call himself? I, it, it It's drunken Mark whatever he puts together. Yeah. He's uh he's at Stay Classy San Diego. So he's the guy that we stay with uh or and that we go with and hang out with the entire time with when we go to San Diego Comic Con. He sent us an incredible present, Christmas yeah. present this year. He sent us uh uh Morgan Spurlock uh episode four of Fans Hope, the San Diego Comic Con documentary. So we actually rented a digital version of this because you couldn't get it on Netflix. Of course, it wasn't in Redbox. So uh, right after Comic-Con, we were jonesing for some Comic-Con. So we rented a digital version of this. Yeah, on Amazon. Yeah. And it was kind of pissed me off. We couldn't get it in HD. I called and complained. Yada, yada, We had to reorder it. Anyways. So, uh, so it's awesome. We didn't have a copy like we would normally have. Uh, so, <laughs> um, and this comes with the cool little, uh, Morgan Spurlock minifig and, uh, Joss Whedon minifig. There's a, another exclusive one that comes with a Stan Lee and, uh, the redheaded Cool, the redheaded guy from Ain't It Cool News. Remember, he's in Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. He's the big guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, he is not. Randy from My Name Is Earl is playing him in the movie, yeah. but um, so yeah, it, that was an awesome gift. And then, uh, uh, not necessarily a gift, but something that I that I got at at a a steal a a very 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 great price was uh i bought uh t2rx6 had bought hegemon so that took the place of his united megatron so uh our classics megatron was all like green and purple it looked like a nerf gun so uh when uh car released that mold they did it in silver and black like a gun like megatron looked like mm-hmm. they did more realistic and so he sold me his united megatron um so not just united megatron because it was a good price just for that figure what made it even cooler is that he did a mod to it where the one goofy thing about this is it was kind of a shell former and and so the shell of the gun would make wings on Megatron's back. Well, he did this mod to it where it removes the wings. So in robot mode, he looks very G1-esque. 
And I actually like him better than Hegemon because he looks like a classics updated version of Megatron instead of trying to make it look exactly like the old Megatron. And the cool thing about his mod is you can actually put the wings back on. So thank you so much, T2RX6. I really appreciate you selling that to me at the price you did. That was that was very kind of you. Happy holidays. May you have a very merry new year. Mackenzie got her first Star Wars gift. Oh, yeah. Our, our friend from at Stay Classy San Diego. Got her uh, got her uh, an Ahsoka, stuffed Ahsoka. Yeah. It should have been a Princess Leia, if you're listening, Mark. <laughs> but it is very cool. That well, it's the Ahsoka. Ahsoka's... It's a new generation. Yeah, that and it's very colorful, so she really likes it. Oh, that's The bright true. colors. Yeah, she wouldn't like a white Princess Leia nearly yeah, it's as not, much. Yeah, it's not as sense. vibrant. And yeah. And red's, close, red's her favorite color, and that Ahsoka is so orange, it's almost red. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so that was awesome. Um, all right, let's go ahead and get into our featured custom. Oh, and I don't... Uh, yes, never mind. Let's get into our featured custom. <laughs> you know me, I love me some crossover, so we have another crossover. This is a Cyclonus X30 Conquest. So if you're uh, unfamiliar with the X30 Conquest from G.I. Joe, it is the uh, jet with the inverted wings, just like Cyclonus, so it lends itself perfectly for being done as a crossover and this crossover is done really well. So one, pretty. yeah, the purple on it is is absolutely perfect. Um, I love this kind of like Air Force Decepticon symbol they're yeah. using here. They they also created a sticker that is is really cool. It's like a throwback to like an Air Force illustration to like show his squad and then of course you gotta love the decepticon and cobra yeah faction sticker that they put on the on the tails paint job is just amazing look at the detail that he put into here painting oh, wow. all the tubing and everything and then my favorite thing and so baroness is the pilot of this the baroness is there but uh Look at it next to the San Diego Comic-Con shockwave tank. I mean, just purples oh. are really good. You know, this Cyclonus was a darker purple than shockwave. So it works, but yeah, just, oh God, I love it. It is, it's pretty. Yeah, I absolutely love it. So hit the show notes, take a look at that if you're interested. All right, so we get to our toy review, and what a toy review it is. Uh, so if you weren't familiar, even though we talked about it earlier, oh my God, I'm still so sore. We're freaking doing P90X, and it, it is just a joke how little I can do during an actual P90X <laughs> fucking exercise session. But anyway, so we have one of the most anticipated figures in the Masters of the Universe Classics line since they announced them. Um, Dun-da-da-da! Granamere 
please take me there, Yemi. <laughs> At least really? for my weekend state. Oh my god, baby. My tries and my delts are killing me. Is that why you haven't held our daughter yet? I was held in, holding her tonight. <laughs> what are you talking about? I played with her for like a half an hour when I got home. <laughs> Try to make me sound like a bad dad. So anyways, uh, Granamere is amazing. Um, it has a lot more articulation than uh, the 12-inch figures we've been getting. Not quite enough for me. I'd still like to see some additional articulation on him. Uh, his shoulders and legs are just hinges. I'd love to see uh, ball joints, at least in the shoulders, so he could pick his elbows up. So they show him, um, uh, well, not in these pictures. These pictures are kind of goofy. So it's, you have to move his legs to be able to put his arms back. That's kind of weird. But, uh, you know, again, better articulation than when we got. We got an ab, what looks to be like an ab crunch, but it's not really. It's just the way you had to put him together. It would have been nice if that could just rotate. I mean, his, his um, spine, what would you call these? I don't even know little spine bones spiky things on his back yeah <laughs> i mean those would get in the way but at least it, he could at least have a good half an inch rotation on there if they would have made it round and be instead of being square um i love the drago man wings on him which are actually his wings that were on drago man uh wrists and feet are both ball joints so you get some amazing poses with that. Uh, one of my favorites is is I love that you can put his hands together like he's contemplating, you know, in a very yeah. contemplative stance. Um, would have really liked to see the helmet be removable. It even says a non-removable helmet. He comes with a non-removable helmet. Um, I just think that would be kind of cool if they would have did that. Um, as far as downfalls, I mean, mine has a couple paint blemishes. Uh, this is kind of weird. Look at this little, uh, part where they glued the tip of the tail on there. Like it's a very noticeable seam oh. and it's, and it's kind of like, if you're going to have that noticeable of a scene, have that be a hinge joint where I can twirl the tip of his tail around or something, Yeah, you know, um, there has been, uh, lots of reports of breakage with him. Um, so much so that this was the, you have to assemble him yourself. And what people are saying is breaking is what, when they're trying to stick all the parts together, the parts that hold them are a harder plastic and they're cracking. Um, it was especially true with the tail. Uh, so this is one of the first figures I've ever actually done the hairdryer trick and warmed up all of the insertion points and, and then stuck them in. And I had no problem whatsoever. Uh, George and Aileen from Toy Break actually gave me a great hint. I wouldn't have even thought about this. When you're doing the hairdryer trick, you always want to heat up the female receptacle instead of the male, which makes absolute sense. 
because you want to keep that peg nice and firm and you want to soften up the orifice that's going into. I know it's gotten real, I got really sexual, but that's what he said. <laughs> so, all in all, amazing figure. So, I've purposely left this to the end. I mean, what do you think of it, Miss McFavorite? I think he looks good. And so, here we, we link to a review where they, they did some really interesting pictures <laughs> with him. I mean, he is absolutely, he, he's made to be sitting. He can straighten his legs to stand, but he can't actually stand. You need to give him... He's too top-heavy. Yeah, too back-heavy. His tail is a little too heavy. That and he's... Oh, that's a cool pose. Yeah, on all fours. Yeah. Um, I like it. I'm not familiar with the character at all, uh, but I really... The... The paint looks good. The mold looks good. I think it's actually, it's, I think it's beautiful. Um, I really like his face. Oh, and then one other thing. Hold on one second. Go ahead. Keep talking. Um, I like how the detail in the, in the helmet where there's like nicks. Like it doesn't look like a production thing. It looks actual like, you know. Yeah, I, I like battle. how it has a dent in it yeah. and that kind of shit. It looks like it's battle torn. No, but I think I think he looks really good. I, for not knowing anything about the character himself, I I'm impressed. Yeah. Um so and then Rudy Obrero did the box art. So this is one of the people that did box art for the vintage toys back in the day. He also did our Wind Raider box art, so uh-huh. the, the one vehicle we got. He's going to be doing the Castle Grayskull box art. So he did this box art, and it's absolutely gorgeous. It's yeah. not – oh, I didn't notice I had a really bad dent there. Um, it's uh, it's not a window box, since he did come in pieces. That wouldn't make sense whatsoever. Yeah. Um, the one thing I don't like – Turn up the turn up the lights and look really closely at the cracks in his skin. He kind of cheated there. He, it looks like what he did was he applied, and, and maybe the designers did this after the fact, but they just a, applied a texture. Like the the cracks are too sharp. There's no like they're very black. There's no shadowing to them or anything yeah. like that. Well, and they, they're patterned. Yeah. I can so, see a pattern. Yeah, and, and it's kind of flat, right? They're not yeah. like wrapped around India, the surfaces or anything like that. Well, yeah, I can even see where um, on this one bicep, it goes off of the skin and into the background. Oh, does <laughs> I didn't even see that, but... So yeah, one he did one little cheater thing, and and the cracks obviously those are one of the most difficult things to do in an illustration is something of that detail. But everything else is so gorgeous. I'm like, and and it's probably a thing where it's just like my designs. You know, I quote a client, it's going to take this long, and and sometimes I got to start cutting corners in order to meet the budget. Yeah, you know, so that might have been one of those corner cutting things. Um, but yeah, I I mean, other than that, and that's only again, this is very nitpicky. That's only if you put it up within six inches of your face can you actually see that. 
once you see it, then it's you can still see it from far away. But until I pointed it out, you didn't even snap, right? It well, no, like and it, it was also a, a thing that I was looking at it without the bright lights on. But yeah, um, no, I th- it's I like it. I think he's a really cool figure. Okay, I so, was excited about him when we first talked about him back. However long ago that was. So now not not most likely not remembering about when we did talk to him. God, absolutely. About him. Talk about him. Um, 95.78 is what I paid for him. Now, what do you think about him? (laughs) Not, not nearly worth that much. I don't know. I mean, so think about, think about what you paid for my Jabba set. Because even if you got a good deal on it, I know you probably paid more for my Java set than that than him. Or even if you didn't get it on a good deal, you paid pretty much about that for my Java set, about twenty bucks more. Well, that's different. You you're making you're you're making something out of little blocks. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Well, it's the same thing. They're toys. I mean, would you rather see something like this? I mean, think of this sitting on a well, shelf compared to, you know, so Jabba's has, Jabba's palace has the play value I of don't building know. it. I just, I can't, I can't justify spending that much money on, on things like that. I don't even buy shoes or purses that cost that much. Yeah, you're actually really good. I mean, and I, I'm usually very good. Um, I looked at my, toy budget which we'll talk about on the next show and i and And i I will be taking care of Mackenzie while you talk about it (laughs) and i looked at my most expensive toy i bought this year encore devastator something i've always wanted Mm -hmm. that was 130 bucks brand new you know that was my most expensive toy i bought last year again this year is going to be a big difference because i'm going to have fort max at 330 bucks i'm gonna have castle gray skull 200 some ebay stuff there son. hey i'm selling shit shit's on ebay right now if you're interested go check it out anyways <laughs> i just i like i want to get your reaction i mean i can sit here all day and say this is amazing and then i look at it oh, like no, it's amazing is it a hundred bucks amazing it's a hundred bucks amazing and it would be a hundred bucks amazing that i didn't spend and just you get to see it whenever you want. I can go online and see it whenever <laughs> I want for free. <clears throat> well, the cost of how much the internet costs per month, but still, <laughs> I get to see the picture whenever I want it. All right, let's go ahead and get in listener feedback and questions. <laughs> All right. I got and- shoes online that I just go and look at. actually you know what we've been having a pretty good thing of doing three three and three so let's uh let's go ahead and take a break it might be a little early uh but we'll come back with listener feedback and grab bag can i get a yanni piece over there peace peace i'm gonna go make some tea (laughs) cold Got to be a for long time. 
towering over Cobra. It's the awesome G.I. Joe headquarters. So massive it holds over 50 Joe figures with searchlight, three missile launchers, eight electronic sounds, and removable rapid-fire gun. But Cobra strikes the headquarters battle targets and triggers a jailbreak. Destro's escaping! Blast the tower and it passes down. <laughs> Headquarters with electronic sounds, rapid fire gun, and blast action targets. Figure sold separately. I believe the expression is put up your jokes. Alright, guys, welcome back. Let's go ahead and get into listener feedback and questions. First up, Alias Angel Alias. Congratulations on your Hasbro Masterpiece Optimus Prime. This figure is a tough find at True. That's the one I had to pre-order. Oh. Like the day it went up on pre-order, we thought it was going to get canceled and finally got it. I've never seen it in the wild, and I hit true all during December. In the wild. Um, I want to share with you some of <laughs> some photos of my Takara version MP10 Optimus Prime. Check the link below. Uh, his YouTube video that he links here is very cool. You should check it out. He, he combine some very cool action figures with it in my video you will find that my takara mp10 has painted eyes that is because i had to purchase a completed domestic version and remove the eyes from that one and installed it into my takara mp10 version just to make it the definitive optimus prime in my version in my opinion uh what a crazy move to make it perfect huh making that takara mp10 now a three hundred and fifty dollar figure good lord with the painted eyes from hasbro and i'm not stopping yet i need to pick up some repro labels to complete the job on my mp10 by then it'll become a 300 <laughs> come out to be 380 dollars hey man if you've got money to do it and optimus prime is your thing i'm i'm all for it man and it's not like it's not like you know the other one now the the u.s version with non-painted eyes just has no value or anything Uh you know it still has value so it's not as bad but so yeah this guy here talk about me (laughs) i'm sure he's got his own problems (laughs) no because i bet he's not married uh, Titor X6 <laughs> sent in a voicemail. Let's uh, let's go ahead and take a listen to that. Oh, he knows he's gonna get something for that. <laughs> What's up, my favorite? Titor X6 here. Uh, just listening to the Black Friday podcast on the Monday after Black Friday, but it was cousin everything. You guys mentioned the uh, Black Masterpiece Rodimus. Don't get it, regardless of what point it is, uh, price point it is. It's, uh, not very good. He has very weak knees. There's tons of people that are complaining about the broken knees. I experienced one. Actually needed to buy a Hasbro Rodimus to replace his knees and, uh, repaint those knees so they didn't look out of place. So, even if they went for a hundred bucks, I don't know if I could necessarily recommend getting him unless you are prepared to fix them. Alright guys, see you. Alright. Thanks for the warning. I think he emailed me that too. Like, don't get it. Don't get it. And I've I've seen your videos. I've seen the problems with the knees and the plastic that they used on there. My, I, yeah, see, God, it's one of those things. I think I would literally just keep it, like, I'd transform them once into space Winnebago mode and would never take them out of it. 
You'd still pay a hundred bucks for something that's known to be shitty. <laughs> it's just his knees. <laughs> the problem is, is I mean, the big thing is, is to buy it from a reputable place like TF Source. So if his knees do break, you just have them replaced. But it's a thing where, I mean, it, yeah, it's a tough one. I don't, I, I don't think it's that tough. <laughs> <laughs> it's a hundred dollar toy that has been known to be shitty. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. <laughs> Thanks, Justin. <laughs> now I can't ever show her if I do buy it. <laughs> like look at my look at my fucking Nemesis Rodimus Prime. Like, is that the one with the knees? For a hundred dollars. <laughs> that's known to be shitty. <laughs> All right, let's see here. We've got another voicemail here. It's from Star Joe's Chuck. Go ahead and take a listen to that right now. Hey, Mr. and Mrs. McFavorite. This is Chuck from Star Joe's Podcast. How you guys doing? Hi, uh, long time uh, listener. Haven't called in quite a while. Sorry about that. Uh, you know, life and work gets in the way, so I uh, apologize for that. Wanted to let you guys know, listen to the last episode. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, the BMF. Hilarious. You guys got to leave her in every show from now on. Uh, I, I, I just take me back to when my kids were little, and it's a lot of fun for this listener, so I, I love it. Thanks. Um, Mr. Potato Head, yeah, he is a neutral toy, in my opinion, both for boys and for girls. I actually had a Mr. Potato Head growing up as a child. I have a sister, grew up with her. She had a Mr. Potato Head, too. So when I see Mr. Potato Head, I don't think girls' toy. I think... Uh, Neutral sex toy. Same thing with a ball or a slinky. You know, it kind of, you know, it, it's a toy for boys and girls. Um, so, just thought I'd chime in with that. Uh, also, thanks for the Black Friday uh, deals and stuff like that. So I was able to take advantage of a couple of those. Um, Star Wars, uh, was those eight packs from Walmart, was able to snag one of those. So that was really cool. Thanks a lot for that. And thanks for the hookup with the uh, Toys R Us stuff that you put out there. Really appreciate that. Uh, anyway, just checking in. Wanted to wrap things up here before my time limit's over. So thanks for the podcast. Thanks for the episodes. Uh, talk at you guys later. Out. He said sex toy. <laughs> <laughs> he said neutral sex toy. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't believe I didn't pick up on that. <laughs> Oh, I thought, oh my God. I I thought it was kind of funny that you didn't chuckle or something. <laughs> Is that it? But, but yeah, see, Mr. Potato Head. Okay. I stand, the, people came out of the woodwork to defend that Mr. Potato Head was a boy's toy as well. So I guess lots of people had that girl toy when they were growing up. <laughs> 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 and I, I wouldn't consider a ball a neutral sex toy either. A ball is a, a boy's toy. I'm oh just my fucking God. with he that one. He is digging himself in deep <laughs> no, tonight. He's I'm like, just... I'm not drunk, so I'm just going to talk as much shit as I want because I'm going to remember it. <laughs> At least when I get my ass beat, I can remember why it was. <laughs> no, balls are definitely neutral sex toys. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I love neutral sex toys. Oh my god! Moving on. 
Thanks for calling in, Chuck. I'm glad that you're able to take advantage of some of those sales. I'm, I'm sure you knew about some of them from some of the other news sites, but we like to do that. We were just disappointed we didn't get to have... Uh, we actually recorded that one early this year so you could have it on Black Friday. So we were disappointed we didn't get to have uh, grandparent McFavorites. Grandma and Grandpa McFavorite. Yeah, Grandpa uh, McFavorite. That night at dinner, he was like... <gasps> what <laughs> well he's like so we're gonna record the podcast or something and we're like eh, we recorded it this morning we didn't want to have to worry about oh, oh. <laughs> well the holidays then we're like if one gets recorded sure yeah like we usually take a long sabbatical <laughs> all right uh let's see uh next communication was from john solo he says, thanks for the back-to-back -back episodes. Yeah, that's funny. We put out we put out episodes within like five days of one another and yeah. then took almost two months off. <laughs> mm -hmm. that's a, that took a lot out of us. <laughs> thanks for the back-to-back -back episodes. I listened while I was organizing my toys in the garage and had to laugh whenever Slick would say supposedly. And Mrs. McFavorite would correct him. <laughs> Sorry I started that whole thing, but it's for your own good. Along with providing me many entertaining moments, you're getting better. Keep it up. One serious question and two silly ones. I found a Darth Mal Malgus a while ago at True, but noticed not only it, but all the vintage vintage figures had <laughs> bent card backs. I bought it anyway, knowing uh, it was hard to find and would probably never see it on the pegs, which I haven't. Have you ever run into this? What's the deal? Is someone doing this on purpose, like a dealer trying to up the value of his figures by destroying all others? Frustrating. Oh. So we'll address it one at a time here. I, I actually broke them out and numbered them. Um it figures a uh, podcast by the pop culture network uh, talked about a, a reseller that they knew that they had proof in their area that was doing that, that was going around and his was more, uh, I don't know if he did. They specifically referenced that he would crush the bubbles and to crush a bubble for the most part you're gonna have to bend the card too, you know, but that he would go around and crush the bubbles on everything that he didn't buy. Oh I yeah. Oh my god, dude. Deserves That's, to get fucking punched in the face. Yeah, exactly. It, and it's not even like for from a collector's standpoint, what that sucks for a kid. Yeah, exactly. You know, to have it look all trashy like that. Um I think it's the severity of the card bend. Um, you know, if you're talking about something that was like actually creased and all of them were creased, I would say, what happened to the music? Oh, I have it muted because we're <laughs> listening to um, So, I mean, I think if it's a thing where it's actually creased and all of them were creased, then yes, that's somebody doing it on purpose whether it's a collector trying to up the value, I mean, it's ridiculous. They put out millions of these things. He's not putting a dent in it whatsoever. Um, 
I guess if he's somebody that owns a store in the area, so he thinks that you can't find anymore, um, he would do that. But if it was a reseller, I think he would know to buy the Darth Malgus, you know, whether it was 11 bucks or whatever your true charges for vintage, yeah. it would be worth buying it because it's a figure that goes for $30 on the aftermarket. Your battery's getting low. Oh, on my, oh, on here. Oh, it should be plugged in. Anyway, sorry. Um, so, if it's just a slight bin, like a curvature, I know, I know the, um, uh, can you check, can you reach yeah. down? I think the plug is pulled out or something. Sorry, I didn't um, mean to No, it, it's good because it could go into hibernation any second now and then we'd lose this. So, um, if it's just a slight curvature to the card, um, I've been noticing that more and more with uh, with Hasbro stuff as they go to slightly more flimsy cards that um, more and more of them are coming out with uh, curvatures. All of the Fall of Cybertron cards that I are uh, figures that I picked up over the holiday time was uh were like that they all had curved cards a lot of the vintage figures i've seen all have curved cards so but yeah creases definitely done on purpose by somebody either mad because they can't afford the figure either mad that they can't afford no the figure or they possibly could be trying to increase the value all right. Um, question two, maybe replace it with the one yours is plugged into. Oh. Yeah. Sorry, everybody. We're having power. Yeah, there we go. We're having power issues here for some reason. I thought we redid that outlet. Okay. Okay, now for the silly. When you were a kid, did you find it confusing that Skeletor, a dude with a skull for a face, didn't live in a castle that had a huge skull on the front of it? It seems like a perfect fit, like he had it custom built for him with his likeness on it. Let the guy in. It's obviously his castle. No, what I thought was silly was a man named Skeletor that had a skeleton for a face and was buff. <laughs> Was a big but that is also dude. a very good point. Yeah, I did think that was fucking hilarious. <laughs> I, I don't think I ever thought about that. And that, and now I look at it, and he's like, "Well, before I, before I knew anything about Masters of the Universe, I thought Castle Grey Skull was, was his place, his place, and because of the skulls. Yeah, so it is. It's a little weird. Yeah, let's <laughs> get the guy's house." <laughs> also, wouldn't a guy named Snake Eyes seem like a natural candidate for an organization named Cobra? Hey, we got Vipers, Ass, Rattlers, and His Tanks, so I think we have a spot for a guy named Snake Eyes. Am I right or am I right? Like this, yeah. this is nice. It's like it's like a stand-up routine. <laughs> it's perfect. Well, it's it's funny because Snake Eyes is with the good guys, and then. Storm Shadow is with the bad guys, and like Storm Shadow seems like it would fit more with the G.I. Joe guys. Yeah. Yeah, then Snake Eyes. Is she trying to get under the. 
Yes, she is. <laughs> Under the tree. We still have our tree up. We're doing our homey Christmas this weekend. So, yes, it's the middle of January, and we have all of our Christmas decorations still up. We've at least turned – the lights are still up on the outside of the house, but we at least turned them off. We're not turning on any of the lights anymore. So, uh, yeah, it, it is kind of funny. But <laughs> his name is Snake Eyes, and he's a Joe. Um, it was weird. As a kid, I thought that that was like – a racially offensive term to call somebody snake eyes. I'm like, oh, just because he's a ninja, he's got to be, you know, again, this is very racial, you know, but I'd be like, because he's an oriental guy, he's got to have snake eyes, you know, and so that's what I thought. Yeah, isn't it horrible? That's what I thought as a kid. So that was... That was kind of what I remember as a kid being like, that's racist when I was actually being racist myself because <laughs> I was just inferring that. Um, luckily, that's not the case anymore. I love all God's children. Oh, so, sorry. I'm like expecting Mrs. McFavorite to say something and she's not going to say anything because she's trying to wrap her dog up in a blanket. Jesus Christ. We're because it's pacing and driving me crazy. She's not pacing. She's trying to dig in her blanket. She'll figure it out. All right. I hate you. <laughs> I hate you too. <laughs> Our tolerance is getting really low right now. <laughs> All right. Engineer Nerd wrote in or sent in an MP3. I didn't listen to it, so I'm hoping it's a question because <laughs> I said it was earlier in the show. So let's go ahead and take a listen to that. Hey, Mr. and Mrs. McFavorite, Engineer Nerd here. Hey, I hadn't talked to you guys in a while, and I wanted to wish you guys um, happy holidays and, and wish you the best for the new year, um, especially with Baby McFavorite there. Um, I was watching the old G.I. Joe commercial where they get shrunk down and put on the deck of the flag, and it made me wonder, if you could be shrunk down and had to live in one playset, what would it be? Would it be uh, the Death Star, the flag... Um, or some other uh, Castle Grayskull, maybe even. Um, just kind of curious to hear what your thoughts are. If you had to make your make your home out of one playset, what would it be? Um, I'm sure you guys will have an entertaining answer, as always. And, hey, thanks for putting up with me and answering my questions through uh, 2012. Uh, talk to you guys soon. Peace. God damn. He just comes up with some amazing questions. Yeah. I wish I had the ability. I would love... I think I want to take all his questions and ask other podcasts those questions because <laughs> they are so amazing. Um, so definitely, all his questions would be footnoted. <laughs> uh, so definitely not the Death Star playset. That thing's a piece of shit. I mean, it, I guess it was fun for its time. It's kind of cool that it's got three levels. It's got the little Dianoga foam pit, but yeah, definitely not. That. Oh, did he say playset? Because I was thinking just like. No, not just environment. Not a fantasy environment. He's talking Shit, about what playset would be fun. All right, pause it. I got to think about this again. <laughs> okay, well, let me do my answer. If we need to pause it, we'll we'll pause it then. So mine, um, uh. The Eternia playset, the Masters of the Universe. So one of the most expensive playsets out there that you can buy. Um, and and 
one thing is because I loved the three different towers. Um, it's like three different environments for you to be in. Um, but the main reason, plain and simple, is the little monorail shuttle car thing that goes from mm. each tower. I just think that would be a blast to ride in. And it, you know, I never had it as a kid. Um, and it just seemed so amazing and so big. It seems like you could never get tired of living there. So I think Eternia playset is my choice. Um, mine is not from the four franchises and that's okay. It's actually, uh, when I was a little kid, um, my mom started, uh, it wasn't building. It was kind of one of those, it was one of those wood doll houses that you could kind of make your own and stuff like that. And she, she started doing one of those for me and I loved it. And I always imagined myself being in that house. It was such an awesome little house. And it's like, kind of like literally my dream house. It had all of the things that I still think of today that if we could build our own house, it would have Oh, like, you know, like um, double shower heads and no, that's yours, <laughs> dude. You need to experience shower heads on both ends of your shower, <laughs> and you will want this. <laughs> anyway, like the the grand staircase, and you know, by the front door that comes down, and it kind of curves around a little bit, and then oh, there's yeah, a staircase stairs. on the other side of the house that's in the kitchen. That leads, you know, just because I want, I I would love to live in like a all different stroke style. Bat, yeah, it's fucking huge house. Yeah, so that's that's the house that I would like. To so you in. picked a third party <laughs> playset. <laughs> there only a playset is a dollhouse. Hey, that's playset shit. That's exactly. But when I when I first I missed that it had to be an actual playset, and I was thinking, fucking. Castle Grayskull would be awesome because again it goes into like the whole big house idea. <laughs> I it'd be it's all stone and it's dark in there. Yeah. I'm sure it stinks. But the haunting. Do you remember those rooms in the haunting in that big stone mansion? Yeah, I guess that's true. That if it yeah. was all decked out like that, from what I've seen of Castle Grayskull, it would not be comfortable to live. In. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess that's a question. That, there's a question too. As a kid, which one would you have liked to live yeah, in? Still and my now as an adult, well, yeah, because women are practical like that. <laughs> as a kid, I'd be like the fright zone because it's awesome. It has a big snake puppet that comes out. It has a jail cell, a big spooky tree, or something. <laughs> but a playset that I would have a lot of fun in is uh, Hot Wheels. All the ones where it zips around into all. The- <laughs> I fucking love those roller coasters, dude. Mm-hmm. That's Love awesome. the loop de loops. <laughs> fun as hell, sitting in a car all wee. <laughs> Moving on. All right. I actually <laughs> put this in the notes, but let's put a note to remove it. I don't want you to have to edit this, and we're running late. We actually had a call from somebody we met at Denver Comic Con because we had a table there this year and wanted to know if we had any interest in having an intern. I thought that was so cool. That is. And she knows how to run Sam Broadcaster. So that must be some 
some cool equipment that you learn how to run when you're in radio or something. Mm-hmm. So, but, and I, what I thought, I just thought it was a normal voicemail. So I put in our voicemail and she sent this like two weeks ago and she's like, please give me a call or email me. And that's why I don't want to play it. Cause I don't want to mm-hmm. play her email address. Not that our listeners would do anything malicious to anybody, but you know, it's just one of those common courtesy kind of things. So, um, anyways, one last comment here that Mrs. McFavorite would like to read. This is from a long time and very, very good, not only internet friend of the show, but actual friend in person, live and in person hugging friend of the show. <laughs> Bruce. All right. McFavorito's, what a do. Last time I wrote you guys on here, they called me Saber. Now that's a name I haven't heard in a long time. A long time. I killed Saber. Chopped his head clean off. We go by Bruticus now. Long live Bruticus. Hi, Brudy. That's me. <laughs> in the last three years, I have certainly taken the Wonka Vader route in life. Or Wonka Vader, if you include all of the chocolate and sweets I've eaten, eaten living on the dark side of divorce. And speaking of sweets, I ate every last bite of your Hallelujah Holiday Yummies. I want to thank you so much for, thank you so very much for always including a little piece of me in y'all's life. You guys are very special to me. You guys, especially Slick, knew me before all of this madness took place. So that we're clear, besides school, school and work, I've spent most of my time thinking, and it's during all of this time of thinking that my mind wanders aimlessly from dimensional portal to dimensional wormhole. If I could sum it up in TV talk, my reality show would be Doctor Who, What, When, Where, Why, Why, Why. <laughs> you must forgive me for being as distant as I have been. It was never my intention slowly regaining consciousness. Slick, you made my last BotCon extraordinarily, extraordinarily special. Never thanked you for it. I was going to. Then you were going to... I wasn't going to go. Then you were going to go as your last hurrah, so I thought I would do the same. You saved me money getting me in and all that good stuff. BotCon is big for both of us, and I think you understood how special it was going to be. Um, if I could go, just squeeze my ass through the doors just one more time. Love you, Slicky. Mrs., thank you so much for sending me kind words through Facebook, uh, fun, the phone, and, and so on. You're, very, you're always so sweet to me, and it's that kind of compassion that people need and all the times crave. If only the world had more of it. Glad you have somebody in your life that loves you for who you are, and he truly does. A few days before the end of the Mayan calendar, I woke up one morning, looked at Facebook, and made and it made me sick. Since then, the sickness has continued. I guess it used I used it as a life support system for getting through all I've gone, all I've had to go through the last couple of years. So if I don't post things on your wall or mine, that's why. McFavorite. Sorry. <laughs> trying to McFavorites. I'm glad God blessed you with such a wonderful baby. May that McWonderful little McBlessing McLighten your McMonth McDay McMit. McMinute and McSecond of every McYear. Now that school is out of the way and work, work, work is on the agenda, I realize now more than ever that I need to get back to doing things that made me happy in the past. And that includes toys. T-O-Y-S. That overpriced youth sickness is back. We'll see what happens. Yay. 
I almost cried again. <laughs> I read this a couple times today, and it, it was really heartwarming. And so I decided to text him and say, oh, thank you so much for the kind words that you posted on our blog. And it turned out to not be his number anymore. <laughs> yeah, whoever uh, whoever has your number, there's lots of people that are trying to reach you at that number. Because he said, are you looking for Bruce? <laughs> <laughs> so long live Broody. So thank you, man. That that means so much to us. And I, I think the most amazing thing about it is we met you through this show. Yeah. You know, you we we knew of you because of this show. We sought you out uh, at at the BotCon where we actually met you. It in was person. our very first BotCon too. Ours together. Oh yeah, I, I had it was gone, my first BotCon. That's I right. Had you went the year before. Yeah, and he was there. But I, of course, we Didn't were both kind of like lone wolves, you know, not really. Well, no, I guess he he had friends there that first year. I I played it completely lone wolf style. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, and and you know, through the love of Transformers, and just through wanting to be surrounded by smart, intelligent fun-loving caring people you know mm -hmm. we've we've stayed close you know and 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 it's it's really important to us too that you're still a part of our life and and so now the only thing that's left is for you to meet our baby mcfavorite yeah and so we hope we get to see you soon um again like we talked about earlier we're not going to do BotCon this year um but you should do a Comic-Con with us one year. You know, we can get you set up. I'm, unfortunately, our friends don't have any space, but we can figure out something. So if you're ever interested, just drop us a line. We love you too, man. Okay, wow. All right. That was deep. <laughs> yeah. Wiping <All right. laughs> the eyes. All right, on that note, grab bag, holiday special <laughs> items in the Old Republic. <laughs> so Lucas officially acknowledges, um, and sorry, I, I just had to move on. But thank you, everybody, for writing in and calling. We appreciate it. We love you guys. You're the reason why we do this. Um, LucasArts commemorates the Star Wars holiday special with new items in the Old Republic. So you could buy a Life Day bundle that included a Life Day orb, a Life Day hollow tree. Um, can't read what that is. It's some kind of vehicle. Looks uh, yeah. like a sleigh of some kind. It's funny. It's because they were they had to fit that long ass name into that little box. It's a little fuzzy. Yeah. Something or celebration. <laughs> <laughs> or you could buy a life day snuggie. So, <laughs> what's uh, what's really interesting about it is not that they had this stuff in there. It's the fact that Lucasfilm has never acknowledged the holiday special. Like he's, so he made it, but then he disowned it, just kind of like Howard the Duck. How god awful it is! Exactly, yeah, it is kind of painful. He he had a quote once, and it's a really famous quote. And I'm sorry, I can't remember it. He said, "If I had the time and money, I would search the world over for every copy of of the holiday special and destroy it." 
like that's how serious he hates it. So I thought it was really interesting that, you know, ah, that uh, he's either getting a sense of humor about this now that he sold his company off and put it in the hands of other people, or it's even better if they just did it because he doesn't have control of it anymore, you know? Like, oh, we can't get fired. He doesn't own it anymore. So that's freaking awesome. Now I want some Star Wars special action figures. Um, this is kind of interesting, too. You know, we usually... Oh, fuck you. You're awesome. Oh, my God. Write that down. Oh, fudge your mother. Okay. I need... And then after you do that, can you type that or here? I know. Even better. So the dates for the next two 3D Star Wars movies have been announced. And uh, uh, those dates... I'll know in just one short second here. Uh, are most interesting because they are so close to one another. So they originally talked about... Um, uh, they originally... Really? Oh, Jesus. Oh, and shouldn't that be 3D? Um, then I put 3D? I think you... Or maybe you just said 2D. I don't know. Anyway, moving on. Keep talking. Yeah, sorry. Uh, <laughs> so what's most interesting uh, about this is they were supposed to be uh, released once a year. Uh-huh. So we got Phantom Menace this year, then we we're going to get Attack of the Clones next year, then Revenge of the Sith in 2014. Well, for some reason, and I'm sure this will become evident later on, they are now going to release uh, Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith within two weeks of one another. <laughs> so... Um, yeah, uh, that's pretty crazy. I don't know. Again, there's got to be some bigger story. So over Star Wars. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, and let's see. So what's the actual dates here? Scheduled. So clones was scheduled for the 20th and Sith was for October 11th. But now, now they've changed even Sith even more up. So now clone attack of the clones will be September 20th and fucking revenge of the Sith will be October 4th. Uh, I mean, oh, the, little the mermaid in 3d <gasps> clones will be facing off against it. Yeah. See, I saw my favorite Disney movie in 3d and it just wasn't that exciting, but I still haven't seen Monsters, Inc. yet. Is it still in theaters? I'm probably not. No. So, interesting. I'm glad I'm glad we're... I mean, it's to me, it's kind of like the special editions. Just get it over with. You know, the special editions came out within two or three months of each other, I think. Yeah, I was in college, right. and we didn't get them down there. So. <laughs> I was in grade school. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that awesome? Yeah. Oh, 
Oh, the next two 3D. That's what I read. Oh. Um, so Transformers, talking about movies. Um, so it was announced that this next, that Transformers 4 is not only a new movie with a new storyline with new characters, this is also a start of a new trilogy oh, for geez. Transformers films. Cheese and crackers. Yeah. That Bay is doing all of them. Yeah, supposedly when he was done Supposed with this. Supposedly. When he was supposedly done with the second one. And then, I okay, should, I'll do the third. And then I'm not doing any more. I think then, we should boycott him just on that simple fact. That's Transformer movie, though. <laughs> I have to see it to see all the cool toys I'm going to buy. That's why I'm boycotting it. <laughs> She's like, that's it. So we got uh, what what is pretty much been uh, all but discredited as a fake poster, but it's a pretty cool one. Evil will burn. Um, so uh, another interesting tidbit, there is going to be no comic adaptation of the movie think we might have talked about this before um but bay is too afraid of the story getting leaked like what happened with the gi joe comic adaptation Uh it got the comic itself got leaked way early so that meant the story got the movie got leaked too so he's not going to allow a comic book adaptation they're Really? Again, can you mark that one too? Which one is it? This one. Yeah, there's also possibly a leaked script that uh, Bay has said is not an actual official script. Um, This comes on the heels of a leaked Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, or what he calls Ninja Turtles. a leak script that Bay did verify was real, but had been completely rewritten. So, kind of interesting. And then probably the best news about Transformers movies is Universal Studios now has a walk-around Megatron character. So you can take your picture with Megatron. That's actually pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, isn't that cool? That is, that's pretty awesome. So, yeah, I'm excited. And it looks like it's an episode three. So he's got his chains and it looks like episode it's... Episode three. Or <laughs> now that there's going to be six. <laughs> uh, Transformers 3, the Dark of the Moon Megatron. looks like he's got his chains and his eaten away face there. Uh, so, yeah, I'm excited for whenever we go do the go do universal for the new harry potter expansion and the transformers ride oh god since i don't listen to harry potter podcasts anymore do you know anything about that no i don't i just had heard about it in relationships to the chart because what's funny is that i'm a fan of harry potter on facebook and they don't put anything about that up they just put (sighs) quotes from the movies on there just gonna I need to remember to unlike it because it's kind of annoying. Anyway, moving on. All right, G.I. Joe. uh, Sticking with movie news here. uh, Retaliation. More Channing Tatum. 
the uh, producer says no. Says that there was no extra, you know, the big rumor that oh, that they refilmed back, it. Yeah. yeah, going back to be shot with more Channing Tatum. Uh, the producer says, I can't imagine we added too much more footage. I think he was on set for an extra five hours during that entire time. So, five hours is again, not for filming, it's not, no, you know. know. It's a drop in the bucket. Yeah, exactly. And so, so again, whether it's it's damage control or, you know. It's more Channing Tatum. It's awesome. Yeah, it, it's more. It's more. It's reworked how he is in the story. Uh, let's see. There's a rumor going around that the UK might get a premiere in February, almost a month ahead of the United States. That has now been disproven. There's a possible four-minute featurette. There's a ratings web page out there that makes public all of the ratings that uh, publicly released uh, films, trailers, that kind of stuff are going to get. And so they released information about a four-minute featurette that we might be getting. Again, no further information on what it might have, where we might see it, but that's a possibility. Finally, uh, the theatrical trailer is finally out for Retaliation. It was attached to Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3D, or I think they're just calling it Texas Chainsaw 3D or something like that. Uh, that was released last Friday. So I wish I enjoyed horror movies in the theater. They, don't, they just don't really scare me in the theater, yeah. unfortunately. Besides the grudge, that shit scared the shit out of me. But I've, we were almost alone in that movie theater. That's we why. were the only was ones that, in the theater. Oh, was that one? Yeah, of the movies both of we us were... almost screamed when the little flashlight guy came walking oh, through. We were right. like, "Ah, the <laughs> fuck!" God about that. Uh, so yeah, lots of movie news. Um, something I wish we had movie news for, but we don't. But we do have new media, at least. Masters of the Universe, new ongoing DC comic series. Uh, so there's already been lots of grumble grumbles about this. Um, as we see new redesigned artwork, we get a new looking He-Man, new looking Tila with really huge bikini clad boobs. And then I see nipple. The most interesting <laughs> thing here, and and some people are saying this is a costume, is that we're. It looks like we have a female Hordak. I was wondering what that was. Yeah, some people are saying that it it's it may be Tila. Um, so what can we expect from the, how about the return of Shira for starters? Only in this story, she is known as Despera, one of the evil Hordak's most deadly weapons. Also, somebody dies. Spoiler. Sorry. Um, so <laughs> people are thinking this might be Despera, which is She-Ra, like in a costume. Oh. But I don't know. I mean, that looks like bare skin. That doesn't look like a bodysuit or something. Well. Unless they're going to turn her into She-Ra or something. But anyways, I'm excited um, 
for a new ongoing book for them. Uh, the digital comics have been really good. The uh, miniseries was okay. I mean, it, it's been kind of interesting, um, but I've really enjoyed the digital comics so far. All right. Wow. That's a show, eh? Eh? Wow. At least it's under three hours, for fuck's sake. Mm, oh, yeah. I was going to say now with the commercials, but... <laughs> um, well, shit, voicemail. Anyways. All right, guys. We love you. If you stuck out, stuck it out to the end, as always, we love you. Shit, if you listen to the first hour, we love you. Um, we just love you, man. And we're not even drunk this time. <laughs> Usually I'm really wasted and I'm really like, I love you, man. Yeah. What's funny is that Slick just likes to talk, whether he's drunk or sober. My voicemails are ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. You do not want to be a recipient of voicemails from me. <laughs> I tell him, just tell him to fucking call you back. <laughs> I just want people to be informed like I want you, our loyal listeners, (laughs) to be informed. So thank you for listening to the show. We're so sorry we had such a long break. We have guest spots coming up on podcasts, more guest spots coming up on podcasts. Um, We're going to be back getting into a semi-regular schedule here coming up. We still are working on cutting these down, even though Miss McFavorite doesn't like me to say that. But the most important thing is we will see you sooner rather than later. But later rather than sooner. Peace. Voices, 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 voices,